For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh and Indeed. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. As always, I'm here with Dusty Slay. All right. I'm Brian Bates. Aaron, what? Oh, oh wait. Sorry. I'm as big as Aaron, so I can fill up his space. I didn't even notice. Not the head, though. <laughs> I don't have the head. No. Steven Bargatze sitting yeah, there. All right. Nate's dad. AKA Nate's dad. That's right. That's right. Mm. Where's Nate? Uh, I'm not supposed <laughs> to say. They told me so many things I can't say. Nate's, uh, Nathan's in New York. Yeah, I guess. On, I guess you have a lot of secrets. Yeah. What was he on? Was he on? I don't even know. Good Morning America. He was on this Good. morning on the Today Show. We're recording Today this on show, Monday. Actually, I get them mixed up. I recorded the wrong one, so <laughs> I got in bunk trouble. I I recorded uh, the Good Morning America. Oh well. And he never. I waited. I never saw him. <laughs> so um, I think but, he's on Seth Meyers tomorrow night. Did you text him? You never showed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> You, get you know, it's, it's real he was on a radio show here in Nashville, and I was listening to it in the early morning one, and he didn't show up. And I called in, oh, and, yeah. and, and and they ended up putting me on it because he never did show up. He was oh, he, he didn't he, show up. He overslept. Oh, okay. And so they 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 thought it was great, just more more fun. Me, I was going to go wait till I get over to him. Oh, I yeah. know exactly where he's at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And he just overslept. He just yeah. That's not the story he told. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to get him in trouble. He said he was out running. He was sleeping. And uh, he just, well, he, I he feel just like missed his oversleeping time. is better <laughs> yeah, than too. I'm out running. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. You're like, sorry, I missed the interview. I was exercising. I was wide awake. I just chose to forget about <laughs> Oversleeping, that's a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he did. Running, that's a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Running away from your responsibilities. That's right. Well, it's going to be the Nate Less podcast pretty soon. He's missed three straight weeks, but he's back next week. All right. About and, time. Uh, the grand return. <laughs> grand return. I'll go ahead and tell you next week's topic will be Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And so if you got <clears throat> either questions about the show or after you watch it, you got questions, email us at nateland at natebargatze.com and we'll read some next week and learn about Nate's crazy week on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Great. I have some stories just that we did um, Radio City Hall. The Saturday Radio before. City Music Hall, yeah. Music Hall, three sold out shows. And I, we knew, I knew something was up because the, some people, they said some people from Saturday Night Live are here. 
Mm. And I think they came, I'm not 100% positive on this, but I think they came two nights in two different shows. And, uh, and I, and I you kinda, thought they were there to see you. I was hoping they were there. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell them about you guys, but, uh, uh, but it was just a, something that we thought, well, I wonder if that's kind of strange that, that why would they come? You just wouldn't think that they did, but also, uh, Seinfeld was supposed to come and Jimmy Fallon and that didn't happen. Right. And, uh, that's how it always goes. They're always like, Oh, the Seinfeld's coming. Yeah. That's what they tell me every show I do. Every show. And then he never comes. <laughs> he yeah. never comes. But they did come. And did y'all get a tour of? Saturday Night Live? Y'all is a pretty big word. Uh, (laughs) Laura and them and all them did. Laura. Did you oversleep or were you out running? They specifically requested you not come. (laughs) I was running. That happened the night, the the day after. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if y'all know, but Nathan works a lot. And I had worked three weekends in a row, and I have doctors to see. Uh-huh. So I, so instead of staying and going to see Jimmy Fallon, I went and saw my doctor the next day. So I said, I got to fly home. So me and Kel didn't. Uh, that sounds like a huge yeah, mistake. It was. We probably should have stayed there yeah. and, and did that. But uh, we, I, we actually did stay and keep Harper so that Laura could go. And, oh, well, fun. Nice. and then we left early the next morning to get home for me. to, And, I, and I've taken three weeks off. But that wasn't turned out not to be a good idea either. You might need that mic a little closer. I don't know. I just having a little trouble hearing you, but yeah, get up in there. Well, take the headphones off. I bet you can hear me a lot better. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. need these, do we? So Yeah, and you can adjust that right up in there too, if you know whatever you need to do. Yeah. You let me know, buddy. Yeah. I'm just hanging. You know what I mean? I'm just uh, hanging. You're the professionals. Yeah. Aaron is um he's been talking about this trip to Brazil for what, two years? He has been. I'm. I actually am shocked that he actually went because yeah. for a long time he kept saying he kept doing that ad read and saying I need to brush up on my Spanish because right. I'm going to Brazil. For battle, and I yeah. really didn't believe that he was going. No. Yeah. I don't think Portuguese, of Aaron as Portuguese. A, I believe. Okay. I yeah. don't <laughs> think of Aaron as a liar. Yeah. But <laughs> we were starting to question it. Yeah. It could be a bit. As far yeah. as you know. Well, he went. Is it Portuguese? I thought Brazil was Portuguese. Makes sense to me. I think he's in Chile right now. They are in Chile. Um, so he's down there living it up. And then I don't, Dusty doesn't eat pork. And That's I true. generally thought God doesn't care. But then something happened to you that makes me kind of question what I think Dusty might be onto something. I, so he could be. Uh, there's well, not the, me. There's God, the picture. God is onto it. But, uh, uh, what, what happened here? I was eating pork, and uh, <laughs> that's what happened. Something came down. <laughs> that's what happened. The parasites caught, caught on fire. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening at home, there's a burnout kitchen at yeah. the Bargatze house, and it, it it completely smoked the the house. It was it was a grease fire because I'm from originally was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and we know how to cook bratwurst. Right. And you don't, and it's not you can't even buy the bratwurst that I grew up on. Are very hard to find here, but the Kroger, the Publix that we shop at with Dusty, they do oh, yeah. sell it. They sell them. Yeah, but it's a good Publix. But it's, they don't sell it with the other bratwurst. You have to know where to find it. It's oh, a little okay. secret place. But it's an all white bratwurst, and what you do, <laughs> you have to deep fry it, and then it splits open, and then it's delicious. Oh, then the the oil gets oh, down in there. Oh, you know, you I gotta, like it. I, you know, if they would make, you know, they make chicken and beef bratwurst, but they also they still use a pork casing, so yeah. it's tough to really find. I don't that. even know what the bratwurst if it's. I don't know what animal comes out of the one I eat, but it's it's just oh. called brat. 
But what happened to cause the fire? Well, I like to blame a lot of other people. Yeah. But uh, I had come home. Uh, and you're I was out running. I was out. I was running. Yeah. I actually was at the Y doing my water aerobics. Came <laughs> home. I had a golf game at uh, 1.30. So I came home and I was just going to cook me a bratwurst for lunch. Just one. I've always said golf ruins lives. Golf ruins <laughs> the, the worst thing of it all is I wasn't even supposed to be home. I was supposed to be in Seattle with Nathan. Uh-huh. But I, like I said, I had three weeks in a row. I had enough of, I mean, I love Nathan, but I go, I just want to go home and see doctors and, and just get off that bus for a while. I just needed a break. So yeah. I said, I'm not going, I already had my plane ticket and everything, but Nathan was kind enough to say, okay, you can go. I had to pay him for the ticket. But other than that, <laughs> I was allowed to stay home and I cooked this brat in celebration. <laughs> but uh, I got a phone call about being on a podcast. I won't say nothing else, but you know that most people call me, they want me on a podcast. They don't want me. They want me to bring Nate. Oh yeah. So I have to be really nice and go, yeah, yeah, I would love to do this and stuff. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I have to kind of say no in a nice way or figure it out how we're going to do this. So this is what the phone call, it just threw me off. So I was trying to go, oh yeah, oh, we would love to do it and stuff. But you know, they was even wanting us to come there and all this stuff. It's like, you, you know, I don't think they really understand his life and uh, I could do it, but he, you know, well, I was just trying to explain in a nice way, got my mind because I'm old, and I just ate the bratwurst and left. And I left the stove on full blast mm. with about five inches of oil on it. And it melted my microwave, completely that, and it put, it had uh, the, the whole house, the entire house, with solid black smoke. Carol, Carol was home, can't smell, because she got lost her smell and taste in COVID in 20. So really? She, yeah. So she still can't smell <laughs> or taste. Okay. Not That's as funny as you would think. You this know, is the, hilarious to me. Sorry. The, the cruel part is now when we go out to eat, we don't go out for flavor. We go out for texture. Okay. Know, what do you want? Crunchy tonight? Or you want soft and stuff? Because she can't yeah. taste anything. Wow. And she's lost it 19, I mean, 2020. And she still mentions it every meal. Wow. There's not a single meal that she doesn't go. I can't take this. What about or hot peppers? She try to get into yes, that? Yes, she knows spices. Okay. She knows if something has heat. Yeah. Like that. She can taste that and, and stuff. But she has, I mean, wow. that bought which would have been wasted on her anyway. So I wouldn't have, I didn't cook her one. I just made me one. So she also lost sight of black smoke? Well, no. I was gone about 20 minutes. Okay. I say 30, but she's going to say 20. And <laughs> uh, and she did not smell the smoke. Because about in and 20 it's so in all it was on at least 30 40 minutes full blast the oil was and i left she left she did not smell it and she stayed gone two and a half three hours oh she was gone so she went she took sky okay and uh he took her to a park came home and she calls my daughter first she's yeah. like i don't know what it was i couldn't breathe in there <laughs> no, but she i couldn't said, smell anything she says our house might be on fire though <laughs> smoke alarms going off <laughs> and then she opened the door and it almost i mean it literally just burned her throat burned oh, everything wow. up it was solid black so she did call the fire department they were awesome they were there within four minutes but there's a lot more to this story i'm not going to tell because i know nathan will what hole were you on I was on hole number two. Dang. I pired five holes in a row. After you found out your house was on fire? Yes, because <laughs> it's not my fault. Abigail said the house might be on fire. Oh, so you kept and on playing. And she said, I'll call you back. And it took her five holes. And when she, she didn't call back, she texted me saying, why aren't you here? There's three fire trucks here. 
I love how relaxed you are, though. They're like, nice? the house might be on fire. You're like, all right, well, I'll keep Might golfing. is a big word. Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> it, keep golfing. It could have been a towel. How I, do I know? Yeah. You know, it, but then it, what I happened. I am just on hole two here, yeah, though. On, on hole five, I remembered the and I left the green tour. Oh. oh, man. So I go, uh-oh, <laughs> I think I better go home. Wow. And I was about an hour, I was up in Greenbrier, I was about an hour away. So it wasn't, wasn't easy. When I got there, everybody was gone. But I want to tell you, what, uh, just my wife was has been alive, so nice. She's yeah. like, which I mean, she. My friend goes, "You should hurry up home." I go, "Why should I hurry? Because I'm going to be yelled at for the next three hours, and three cost weeks, it, well, <laughs> for the rest of my life." Yeah. Now she brings it up a lot, but she has not really yelled at me. Okay, good. But anywhere we go, I said, "Where you want to go out and eat?" She goes, "Oh, that's because you burned our house down, and let's go here." And oh. I, I have no choice. Be tough to sell her on bratwurst again. <laughs> no, that's going to be, I yeah. think we're, we're going to give up pork <laughs> yeah. for a little while. Yeah. I, I wouldn't break so. up that lack of taste and smell to her yeah. after uh, that. Yeah, give but up I, pork and microwaves. Yeah, yeah, you know, microwave, this is a sign. Well, but we, we have great insurance. State Farm, uh, Vernon Wells came in and uh, he said that he, they're taking care of everything. We just, can't, Vernon Wells. Uh, we just can't live there for about three months. Three months? Yes. Where are you living? Well, that's going to be a big surprise, and I don't know if Nathan's going to hear this before he's done, but we're living with Nate now. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> so it's going to be a big surprise on Nate when he comes home to mm. realize that you think the bus was crowded. Now <laughs> now I'm living in your house. <laughs> D- he hosts SNL and back living with his parents. <laughs> that's right. That's going to be good. <laughs> He's going to come home to charge his phone, and the CPAP's going to be plugged in. <laughs> it's going right to love it. It's going to, love it. It's, it's going to be a great surprise, but we haven't even told him yet. Wow. Well, surprise, Nate. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, where were you? Uh, did you burn a I house went down? to, no, I did not. I went to uh, Des Moines, Iowa to uh, the- uh, Birthplace of Magic. Is it? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Is it? <laughs> Nate, you no. just have a joke saying that. Oh, okay. No, it was a great place. That's and, where uh, Nathan got in that box. It's a, the surprise. Oh, okay. The surprise me. Yeah. So those that know knows that joke know. Yeah. But it's a great place. Uh, I like it a lot. I had uh, three shows. Two were sold out. The third was very close, Ooh. and uh, it was great. It's a hot weekend. Um, I was uh, my I had my friend Alec Parent with me. Mm-hmm. Was it a theater? Uh, comedy club, the uh, Des Moines Funny Bone. Oh, okay, that's a good that place. Was great, yeah, yeah. yeah. Selling was out great. is good. Yeah, it's great. I had a great time. I went there for the first time in 2015. I featured for the comic Dominique. We were uh-huh. doing two mm-hmm. two person show, and I. Pretty much bombed every once. So <laughs> it's nice to, I've come back, back since then. I've been back since then, but it's nice to now sell it out and have mm-hmm. great shows. It feels good. Did you ask everybody remembered you the time I bombed? No, Any Dominique no. fans here? No, I don't okay, think good. there's a ton of crossover uh, no. between me and Dominique's fans, but I like Dominique. I thought she was mm-hmm. very funny, but uh, I struggled on those shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? I was in uh, Hoover, Alabama at Stardome, opening for Angela Johnson, and uh, she sold out every show and um, just had a great time. Met a what's, lot of, what's her fan base? I mean, majority women, and you know, like Leanne Morgan. So you so you become a majority women. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's my <laughs> go to open for women, much more successful than I am, and, and they're fans, but. I do oh, do well great. with those shows. Oh, I know you. I know you material enough to know it would go well. Yeah, yeah, it would do great. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. I hadn't been there in a while. A lot of people asked when you were coming, Dusty. Oh, so yeah. um, we had a great time. I thought that you know the Tennessee Alabama game was down there, fifty minutes away, 
And um, I thought, who's going to come to it? But well, Angela's fans. Yeah, probably not a lot of. Yeah, their husbands. I hate to use the word crossover so much now, but (laughs) probably not a lot of crossover fans. Yeah, well, apparently not because she packed it out. Nathan has a great, you know, his Angela Johnson story? I don't know. They were in uh, Montreal, Mm -hmm. and Angela hadn't been in comedy a month. Yeah. But she was killing it with the the fingernail things and stuff like that. And so Angela came up to him. And said, uh, "You were you were the nicest guy here. To, you're the only guy here that hadn't hit on me." And she said, "If when I go, I want you to come warm up for me." And Nathan, kind to himself, kind of went, "Look, darling, I, you've been in this a month. Yeah, I've been. You know, I got seven, eight years into this stuff." And he didn't say it. He goes, "Maybe," but within a month, he was warming up for her. Wow! So it came out exactly. Are you going to say he said, "Well, you going to go have a drink and talk <laughs> no, about it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so he ended up working. We she came over our house several times. Nicest uh, person in the world. We love her. Yeah, I was at your house with her when yeah. Nate got the announcement about his Comedy Central yeah. half hour. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you did some magic tricks for, for her, her and her friends. Still have that picture on my refrigerator. I was with with her. Yeah, stuff. we're trying to be because she's living here now with her little. We're trying to be her uh grandparents because all of her family and his family are not from here she, mm-hmm. you got to have some grandparents somebody in there to take care of your kids so we have volunteered Angela yeah i mean still our kids could need some grandparents too if you, you don't just, have family look at well i do but they're all in alabama oh well then we put us down yeah yeah we'll yeah, I mean, baby we'll keep drop them off yeah keep them in just i won't cook and uh we'll keep them yeah perfect <laughs> <laughs> we would love that well, her baby and your baby are, I think, born the same week. Yeah, my yeah, my newest, my son, Sam. Yeah, about the same age. And um, you and her, same age. Yeah, are we? I think y'all are born the same week. Wow, so, no way! How okay. do you know this stuff? I just know a lot of stuff. And she was supposed <laughs> to be on today, but then she bailed. So we had to. Oh man, you. thank you, Angela. <laughs> well, you weren't our second choice, but you were. Tenth or eleventh choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what? I, 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 a I lot of cancellations. We asked the, the crew to be on. I, I, I'm a big fan of some Texas Big Red, the Big Red Soda drink. Yeah, and uh, they're very hard to find in Tennessee, and especially in the glass bottles. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, one Bucky sells it, and uh, and the fountain, which I love, but the the glass. So I had bought one because I was supposed to do this podcast in December, and I bought. One, one, it's been just for that podcast, mm-hmm. but we lost it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to do I have to do it. So, well, last year I, for, this is our Halloween episode. Last year I went as Dusty for Halloween, um, if you remember. I do I remember, remember, yeah. I, yeah. Remember. I was going to go. that, yeah. I was going to go as you this year. I thought year. we had already did yeah. a Halloween episode, but I guess Halloween comes around every year, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, here we go again. Yeah. Well, last year it was uh, horror movies and scary stories. Okay. Now, two years ago, we did a straight up Halloween episode with Nate, Aaron, and Mike Vecchione. But I'm like, hey, we got different people, different, yeah. different, different so, perspectives. Yeah. People are going to hear some stuff they've already heard, but whatever. Uh, should we get in these comments? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Comments. Comments come from Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcast Reviews, and Nateland at NateBargazzi.com. This is from John Lar. Uh, as a oh gosh. All right, here we go. Let's get it. You know, I gotta I gotta move slow here. As a major fan of the podcast and Utahan, I waited and bait 
I waited with bated breath for the Utah episode. I was kind of nervous knowing much of the state's history and waiting to see if y'all would botch it. <laughs> I am relieved y'all recovered. Y'all, co- I can't, I don't know why I can't read today. But <laughs> Should I do it? No, nah, no, nah, I'll be fine. All right. I uh, I am relieved y'all covered it in such a manner. I am grateful for the fun facts, the jokes, the stories, and this week's episode. Well, uh, well you botched up the reading of it, so they ought to be happy for yeah. that. You know, it helped. You, you did well yeah. on the podcast, but <laughs> yeah. you, you botched the reading. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. That's right. It helped yeah. that we had Alex on, who was a native Utahn and could answer a lot of the stuff that. Well, we I know nothing about Utah. It was, uh, I've been to Salt Lake City a couple of times, but I don't know anything about it. Right. You know? We talked, one thing we didn't talk about, we talked about Mormons a lot and they don't drink coffee and we didn't get into that. And again, just like the, with the pork, I didn't really think there's anything to it until you went to Salt Lake City and tried to go buy coffee and God struck you down. That's true. I got uh, vertigo out there. You know what? And I've been, you know, I've been struggling on and off again with coffee. I felt like coffee was not doing me right. So I would quit it for a while and then I would start to feel good and I would go, you know what? I'm going to drink coffee. <laughs> and then I would drink it for two or three days and then seem like something else would happen to me. So I don't think I'm supposed to be drinking coffee. Yeah, I'm off it again now. Oh, I love coffee, but yeah, it I, is really addictive. I mean, I'll have, I'll have one cup one day and I'll be like, all right, that's good. I had a good cup of coffee. I feel good. The next day I'm like a cup and a half and then I'm two cups. And then before you know it, I'm three cups driving down the road looking for another what cup What makes of a good cup of coffee? I hate coffee. I like I black coffee. coffee just and black, I just think. But it, it, I mean, does it matter what who makes it? It does coffee? matter. Oh, I, it does? I don't have a particular brand that I like, but you know, you go to a, a better coffee shop, like Folgers, stuff like that. That's no good. That's the like, kind they give you in the hotel. Yeah. It's like gut Terrible. rot coffee. Oh. Yeah. It's just oh. like, it, it does, it does matter. I don't want something so highly caffeinated, but a good coffee, it's got a, almost a little bitterness to it. I love it. Well, one thing about the Mormons that I found, we were in Salt Lake two weeks ago, mm. and uh, we got to visit the, the Capitol and in the governor's office. Maybe you don't want me to tell you this, but they had a little back room, and you go back there, there was a whole thing of Cokes, like a fountain. Oh, okay. So they, they, they <laughs> had, like, wow, they're they, really partying at the yeah, governor's house. They so. didn't have, of Coke. <laughs> no, but it was like, they don't have, they didn't have coffee. Yeah. Right. Who needs but, it? Well, but that they, Coke. But they did. <laughs> I shouldn't have said Coke. Uh, they had Pepsi, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. but uh, they can Coca-Cola, drink, they can drink yeah. soda now. Yeah. So the, so that's got caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not caffeine. Uh, Cause they've explained to me before. Oh, I Pe- thought it was only people caffeine. People think that, but it's now something about the book of Mormon talks about hot drinks and Oh, oh like they that. can't have hot drinks. See, Ooh, I shouldn't even. I ordered a tea there hot. Now, now the... John's jumping in. He's <laughs> like, now you're so mad. <laughs> Sorry, John. John's it's not really... caffeine, guys. It's the hot drinks. We blew it. Don't even drink. If, you get, if you're going to have soup, you can't drink it. You got to eat it with a spoon. <laughs> oh, man. You're not allowed to drink your soup. Uh, when I was there, my first meal was hot tea and hot soup. So I was, ooh. Mm. Hot, hot tea, tea, I love. I'm I a big, love I'm hot, a big tea. hot tea fan. I'm a hot tea yeah. major fan. Well, sorry, John, for we blew it there on the comments. Well, anyway. He wanted us to botch it. Though. Yeah, Deep yeah. down, he wanted us to botch it. Yeah. All right. Chad Kirk. Uh, breakfast. I love the shingles joke. Bring it back and add Dusty's and Aaron's additions. That made me laugh so hard. Well, I, don't know, I don't know what Aaron brought. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know either. <laughs> uh, I actually tried it out this weekend at yeah. Stardome. 
Saturday night. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> it, well, it was fun in the moment. It was but fun it's in the probably moment. Probably not a funny stand up. <laughs> the way I tried it is I tr- I did a separate joke about how everybody wanting my baby to get sick with chicken pox. They're obsessed with her getting chicken pox. And then later in the set, was there any single ladies? I said, I mean shingle ladies. I mean my daughter get chicken pox. And that's the way I did it. How did that go? <laughs> about like what you just did. Did you did you bring it? Did you do the if you liked it, then you should have put some cream no. on it? Oh, well, that's um, where you went wrong. Well, you're still doing your you, old joke. You gotta joke. buy it. You gotta you just it. did your old joke. You didn't add the tags we made. Well, I have a reason now why I want a woman to be shingle. I mean, that's the line you gave me was give a reason. Hey, I'm married. Um, you know, I'm looking for a woman but shingles because my daughter needs all my parts. shingle ladies. If you liked it, then you should have put some cream on it. Well, that's, that would I think I would have been escorted off stage. Uh, I don't think in so. In that moment. I, mean, I think you would be surprised. You are in Birmingham. It's I mean, funny it's, in the moment, but I mean, I don't want to put cream on it because I want them to keep their shingles <laughs> to give well, to my baby. It doesn't matter. Don't get too into the details, you know? Well, yeah. It's got to take a chance. Yeah, have some fun. Yeah. Loosen up a little bit, you know? <laughs> well, you can have that joke going okay. forward since you wrote it. <laughs> well, I don't want to take your first joke. <laughs> Johnny Linsenmeyer. He's got to spell that a lot, you bet. Yeah. Over the phone. He, he has to divide that up. Linsenmeyer. Lindsay uh, and yeah, then Meyer. Yeah. But they go together. It's L I N S E N and then Meyer, like the grocery store. <laughs> I was blown away by Bates thinking he could blend in as a professional soccer player. Soccer requires tremendous amounts of skill and cardiovascular endurance. No offense, but I don't think Bates has either. <laughs> Wow. Uh, if he could blend in with any sport as a professional, my suggestion would be one of the middle guys on the bobsled. The push off and jumping in in the sled may be tricky, but he could do it. Well, that's a pretty good suggestion. A lot of people still made the same mistake Dusty made by listing whatever they're best at in sports. And I think you would just get called out real quick. A lot of people really were upset about me saying soccer. Because they're passionate soccer fans, and the soccer fans are the worst. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're right. They're so intense. No, they are. They're so intense. I'm sure they're right. I'm just saying. I feel like I could hide out there for a little while. And look, all right, you're right. I'd get exposed, and the game would end one to nothing instead of zero to zero. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. How big of a deal we're gonna be here? I, well, I mean, I felt the same way. I was so offended by. You guys not thinking that I would be blending as a professional swimmer? I mean, I'm oh, very on, good swimmer. Hair. Yeah, what's the hair and also and the? I think that. that stuff's kind of overrated. I mean, if, if we're really trying, I mean, I could cut it. You know what I mean? Somebody said bowling. Hey, I would say bowling for. Uh, I'm one. terrible at bowling. Though. I know, I would, but be the one of you do that. Oh, axe throwing. You look like you'd be really good. Maybe, one of but those. I'm at least a good swimmer. It would yeah, be like, yeah. wow, that guy really got beat bad. But you're not allowed to wear the fins. Yeah, but well, <laughs> I, I never win the. I'm a great swimmer, but I, I'm a terrible bowler. I'm probably oh. not great at throwing an axe. I look like it, but the moment I threw it, you would go, "Well, this guy's it's not never throwing an axe." I just think it needs to be a team sport where they could carry it for you, and you don't even have to touch the ball. Maybe or, well, or uh, ball. What's the, what's the ice one? Uh, curling. curling, curling, maybe. Bowling is the one sport where if you get lucky, you can do the best that's possibly can do on a few. Uh, few rolls i can't even think of the word but um i mean you can roll a strike very first time playing you know what we uh i worked for the athletic association here in 
Tennessee and did uh, school shows and stuff. But I had to work several sports. And we, while I was there, we picked bowling up as a sanctioned sport. And we started doing it. And I kind of thought, I don't know. But the, the, you talk about crazy fans. They're the craziest. Oh, and, really? And it's one of the greatest sports ever because you have, you have five guys. And everybody's going against the one guy, the one, oh, yeah. football, one, two. So the worst guy on the team, he just has to beat their worst guy. Oh, and yeah. there's sometimes where he just gets a spare and it wins that whole game for them. So sometimes his game's more important than the the two guys that are bowling oh, 200. That's interesting. And it was maybe I, I don't understand team bowling. Yeah, team way. bowling was My just mom such used to a do different a lot thing. Of team bowling when I was yeah. a kid. I would hang. I was a bowling alley kid. I used to yeah. hang out there a lot. A lot of cigarette smoke in there. Yeah, yeah, because they go by the total of their points. Yeah. So that that guy who's not that good can just, you know, can bowl a 79, but that could beat the other guy's 76 and be enough for them to win. And, and you know, it, I cried every year watching it because it would be somebody that would do good. And it's one that physically handicapped kids can play. The uh, physically challenged kids, they can they can bowl. They put the, they're allowed to put that little ramp thing and push it off, and they, oh, yeah. they can get points for their team. But what if you just had five good players? Yeah, well, then you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be you amazing, know? and then didn't do it. Uh, uh, Betts. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. I was there the year that his team, they went to the state championship, and it was everybody. And, I mean, of course, you, did, you just knew he was a good football player. And, mm-hmm. and we just thought it was amazing that – this guy plays football and stuff, but he was an awesome bowler. And not a bad baseball player. Yeah, he he does pretty well at that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard that he'd rolled a 300 game one time. Yeah. Well, he, I don't think he did it in the state, but I mean, he was he was, he was was great. And your mom's a Kentucky Hall of Fame yeah. bowler? Yeah, and her dad. Both of them wow. were. Wow. Yeah. And how good I a bowler are you? Terrible. My mom didn't like me. I, told you <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one she never took bowling. and she took. But my sister has bowled a 300, and uh, so uh, everybody else. But I never really... Uh, I never really got into yeah. it, but I liked the bow. It got sadder as it went. <laughs> they got what? <laughs> that got sadder it as really, it went. Well, it's kind of like I figured that's the way it should be first, because Brian picked these out. Why would you even pick this one out to read? And if I was going to read this one, <laughs> I would start right there where it says, "Well, if he could play sports, I like that suggestion that you be the middle guy in the bobsled. Very funny, very good." Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have read that top part. Well, I just the part that makes fun of me. Yeah, I I just read what he puts in here. I know. I'm not blaming you. I'm I'm blaming if if he's the guy that's picking these out. I would have done some editing. Well, let's. You're saying yeah to just make myself look good. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks ago, I was blamed for only picking ones that did make me look good. Yeah. Okay, you can't win. All right, Pilot Bill. Love the podcast and all the Southwest Airlines comments, critiques. I'm a pilot with them, and I have seen most of the situations you talk about on the podcast. Dusty is spot on calling out people who get in a wheelchair to pre-board. It is not uncommon to have less people using wheelchairs at the destination than use them to board at the departure city. We call these miracle flights, where the passengers are miraculously <laughs> healed by the magic of air travel. Wow. I wow, mean, wow, wow. I mean, all of the comments I got of being an ableist and being a jerk, I'm vindicated again. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a nice guy, and I'm trying to call out the people faking in wheelchairs, and people right. act like I'm the bad guy. Come right. on, now, guys. Now, I can think of— Thank you, Pilot Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's right. I can think of— the only situation I could think of where that could make sense 
is if the airport you depart from, say it's Atlanta, some huge airport, and you're flying to uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, where you just basically walk out and get in your car. If the airports are greatly different, then maybe I could see that. Well, if it's not Southwest Airlines, I think what you're saying is fine. But if it's Southwest, the wheelchair gets you to board before everybody else, regardless Mm -hmm. of how much they paid for a ticket. So when I pay a lot for my ticket so that I can get a good boarding spot and then there's a lot of wheelchairs in there, I'm like, come on, guys. I got got a guy who uses a cane in his act. He juggles a cane. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with him. But he yeah. gets every time he flies, he he walks with his cane so he can get on. <laughs> wow. I think it's wrong. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think so it's 1,000. The thing that happens to me, and you didn't mention it, I've had it happen two times where somebody comes in, they want to sit together, and I paid extra to get in first. Yeah. So I'm at the window, and they go, would you switch with this lady? And you got now you sit in the middle. Oh, Even though yeah. I paid the 50 bucks more to get what I want. And one time I said, if she gives me the 50 bucks, I'll sit in the middle. And you'd have thought, <laughs> I mean, the whole plane hated me. Oh, yeah. Like she said, this guy wants her to pay. Well, and so I, sit I was on very pl- angry when I sat in that middle. <laughs> I sit on planes all the time thinking sometimes I'll just take my backpack in and I won't check a bag. But then the the area under the seat will be real small. So I'll put the backpack in the overhead. Yeah, yeah. And then as people start, it starts to fill up and I see people looking for space. I'm always thinking somebody is going to try to ask me to move my backpack. And I'm so ready to defend myself that I'm like, I paid the money. It's, I, that's my space. I'm not putting two bags up there. That's my space. I shouldn't have to be cramped because you can't check a bag. Right. You know what I mean? I, I get fired up about an airplane. Where I was coming, I was going, back, I was much. coming home. I have my, it, it is a backpack, but it's only, it's like you, it's the only bag I have up there. Some guy comes in late and he proceeds to just smash my, uh, just jam his in there so much. And I had my uh, iPad in there and everything. And I turned around, it was Henry Cho. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I, like, I went, oh my gosh. I let him have it when the plane was over. I caught up with him and, just, and he, just saw, he just laughed. Sorry, dude. <laughs> wow now i'm gonna uh, the whole world knows I, I feel he's like the I, one to do it i feel like i can see henry being like who put this backpack in the overhead he's it, the guy it works both ways right mm-hmm. because as as mad as i get thinking that somebody's gonna smash my backpack yeah if i had a bag and there's a backpack up there i'm like what's this backpack doing up here yeah that doesn't go in the overhead that yeah. goes under the seat <laughs> it's true it all goes both ways it does it does a couple weeks ago we, I suggest on, on here, non-Southwest Airlines board window seats first, then middle seats, then aisle seats. Like two days later, United Airlines announced. I know, I saw that. We're that's doing a, it. That's yeah. awesome. So we're getting things done around Yeah, here. we're making it happen. Yeah. All right. All right, Lee. Wow, that's a that's, very common name. That's yeah. lucky to get that username. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Lee, Dusty has come up with a great idea. We need stand-up comedy at the TSA checkpoint <laughs> at the airport. It would make the time at the checkpoint more enjoyable. I don't know that I came up with that, but I would never want that gig. No. Um, I don't even know that I would like it at the airport. Yeah. If I'm uh, while I'm getting yelled at by the TSA, some guys up there going, "Hey, airport baggage, huh?" <laughs> Magic, would, maybe. It would be like Nathan's joke. If you don't know the guy's a comedian, it's just a mean speech. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you would just be some mean person. This yeah. guy's yeah. making fun of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't even remember you suggesting that, to be honest. But. Well, Lee, I appreciate you saying that I came up with a great idea, but <laughs> I feel like even if I did come up with that, I feel like it's not as good. <laughs> but you do up close magic, so while they're waiting, you could just do a little trick for them. You know, uh, when I did the Armed Forces Entertainment, that became very, very important. There was many times, especially in going into Iraq and going to some places, they want to oh, they want to look at your bags really close, mm-hmm. and they want to look at like a pack of cards. They literally want to look at every card. And then you just make them disappear. Yeah. So I just say, I do magic. And you, do, you end up entertaining about five or six of them in your stuff. And uh. this is this is a true story. <laughs> I got uh, a gun in oh, the O'Hara. I have a gun. It looks like a gun, but it's a it's a starter pistol, but it looks like a gun. I took where it took the end out. It looks just like a gun. It fires a blank. But I used it for a trick. This was in the 70s. But even in the... So, oh, far, in the I'm taking, so far, I'm taking the airline's side on this one. In, in the 70s, 80s, no, Maybe 80s. 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 Okay. Okay. But anyway, you're still not allowed to have guns. But you could use it in a magic show for a trick. <laughs> and I, I was about to miss my plane. And this guy goes, well, we can, we'll make it. We'll guarantee it. It was a private gig. So they drive me right up to there and get me in. And they just throw all my stuff. And they're gonna. The plane said that they would put it underneath, but I realized I got a gun in there, <laughs> and I hadn't told them. And I said, I, I guess I'm going to jail. And the first little bag went through, and the guy goes, "What do you do?" And I said, "I'm a magician. Let me show you this." And they all came over. My other bag with the gun went through. I was doing magic, and they go, "Thank you very much." And I got on the plane. And wow. Came so that's the only time. That's the way to I go. Quit carrying the gun. You know, one time I had to, ch- I had to, I, I was late for my flight, so I couldn't check my bag. And I had a bunch of stuff in there that you can't really fly with on the plane, but you can check. And the guys running the TSA checkpoint were like, they said, they go, hey, you look like Forrest Gump. And then I say, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say I look like Forrest Gump after he ran for a long time, you know, because I have that <laughs> joke already. Mm-hmm. They both laughed. They were like, get out of here, man. And then I got all the stuff in. I, see, I love it. Yeah. I love it. But a lot of the TSA has no sense of humor. No. They're not. No. They're not having a good time. No. All right. Luke Reed, the actor Josh Lucas, does the narration for the Home Depot commercials. And the more Alex talked, the more I heard the similarity. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you guys didn't get what I was going at, but I just thought people knew the Home Depot commercials and that voice. And I thought it sounded like Alex. See, I felt like it was a more of a deep voice guy that did the Home Depot commercials. Well, that's more Lucas. saving, more doing. That's the power of Home Depot. I fast forward commercials, so I, I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Well, all I know is that I, I spent a lot of time in Lowe's and Home Depot uh, selling um, pesticides. Um, and they always make the commercials seem like the employees in there are like just so friendly yeah. and just ready to help you. And they're just smiling and they'll load everything in your car. The truth is they're like understaffed and overworked and they hate being there. And, oh, wow. And they, I mean, there are some nice people in there. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they're overworked. The Home Depot makes it seem like there's, the commercials make it just seem like there's a they're plethora of employees. Yeah, <laughs> they can't wait to, they're like, oh, thanks for coming in. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk paint with you. And that, it's not like that. Yeah. All right. Mark Zimmerman. I am surprised someone of Bandicoot's age doesn't know about the website RunP. I don't know about that either. It tells you when the best time to go to the bathroom is during movies. Oh, I get that maybe Aaron has built up a tolerance by holding it in on flights, but this website has saved me from missing crucial movie parts. 
Well, there it is right there. I got uh, to da- download that app. <laughs> 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 That's the greatest thing I've heard in weeks. We need it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be uh, checking it out. This new, um, the new movie that just came out with what? Robert De Niro and um, Leonardo. Leonardo is like um, over three hours, I think, or right okay? at three hours. Yeah. And so I may have to run pee a couple of times. I don't know that I'll ever watch that. I and made three uh, hours. I'm like, come on, wrap it up. I made $30 hours with a lot of money on uh, watching Titanic with my manager and stuff. So we both had to get a large Coke and the first one, the P had to pay the other one 30 bucks. Wow. I about, and that's hard in Titanic. <laughs> when, when it starts to go under and you're sitting there, Woo. a lot of water. I, yeah. won, I won 30 bucks. <laughs> I've never seen that either. Courtney. They're too long now. I don't have the time now because I'm like, it's just who, it's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like they're not, they don't tell stories well anymore. Uh, so when you just drag it out, I feel like you just drag it. It's like Lord of the Rings, right? All three of those movies I loved. They're great. But then, because they're all based off a book. That's right. But then they took The Hobbit, which was one small book, and made three movies out of it. And I'm like, you're just dragging it out now. I don't need to see The Hobbits singing a song in the house. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, I was like, yeah, "Yeah, we could do it in one movie. Yeah. They're just milking us. Right. I saw the Lord of the Rings. I didn't see any of the ones. Oh, they're, I, they're all great. I like the Hobbits, but I'm like, you drug it out too much. Let's do it in one movie. Right. That's my thoughts. I, I'd agree. I'd agree. Dave Owings. Dan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was focusing on the Owings. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Owens, but with a G. Owings. Dan Owings. I'm a pastor, and Stephen's story about the lady who colored her hair at the church had me rolling. I'm definitely finding a way to work it into my sermon. Well, when did this story come out? I think three years ago when you were on our podcast last. Oh, okay. But, wow. So you, you you got you can go back that far in comments. Well, they're always on YouTube. Yeah, the comments. For every episode, yeah, that's still on there. The Everything on the internet lasts forever. But I don't remember the lady who colored her hair at the church. So what is that? I uh, I did a class to teach children, pastors, and pastors on little magic tricks they can do for um, uh, to give the message. Mm-hmm. I forgot what you call them. Uh, some kind of a, you do this. You do a little trick and you teach an object. It's object lessons. And uh, so, and this pastor, uh, Tennessee Church, um, but he he did it, and apparently they must have not liked him anyway. But they they used that he did magic in the pulpit as a way to fire him. So they said, "You're gone. We don't have that witchcraft stuff in here in this church. So you got one month." And so what he did is he hired me. On his way out, he hired me to come and speak to that whole church. He doesn't tell me this is going on. And uh, so I come there and I'm going to do my whole show. And uh, he he wants me to do the gospel and everything. And I don't, to be honest, I'm not, this is sound weird. I don't like to give the gospel to church as a, as an entertainer because kid, people will come to you and they're not really receiving the message. They'll come to you and they, they go, how'd you do that trick? Or we, they just want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I say, when it comes to that, I'd rather the pastor to do it. And, uh, and that's basically what we did. But he, he told me before we went on, he goes, three ladies up front. They're the ones that started the campaign to get me fired. And they're just here to, to get you and do whatever you want. So I did my best 
uh, telling the why, the difference between magicians and sorcerers and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And, and I went through all of that. And so they were writing stuff down. And at the end, this lady came up, very uh, large lady. She had orange hair and I like a really wet flower. I, never, I remember her perfect. Her hair was all teased up and it was orange. And um, she said, she read, and I forgot the name of the, script, the, the scripture, but you shouldn't practice deception. Because mm-hmm. because I explained why magicians are different than sorcerers, and she said you may not be a sorcerer, but you but you practice deception, and deception's wrong. And God just gave me. I just looked at her. I go, well, do you dye your hair? And she got very angry and turned and left. And the, the pastor thought it was the greatest thing ever, and stuff. I do and, like that. And he did. They did fire him. He, he, ended up, <laughs> he lost his job. But uh, seems like that pastor was a little vindictive. But, uh, <laughs> I think he was. Uh, but if you're uh, this, good, I, hope I do like that him. that turn. I mean, because that's true, though. That is, you yeah. are deceiving people if you're, uh, in a sense, yeah. if you're. Um, yeah, and a football team fakes one way and goes the other way. Is that a sin? I mean, you can go, so. you can take it too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert Wood. Do magicians develop an? Oh, I, oh there's a lot of magicians. Things. I'd like to know if this Dan Owings did put this in his sermon. Oh, it was three years ago, so he's had time. We'll he find might out. have quit listening to the podcast Probably. by now, yeah, but yeah. hopefully not. Robert Wood, do magicians develop an hour of material in a similar way to comedians, or do they often stick with the same material for a long period of time? Thanks for the podcast, fellas. Wow. I think a lot of comedians stick with the same material for a long period of time. <laughs> well, me, this is where me and Nathan differ so much. When I, when I grew up, it was very hard to have a good hour. And it was like your child. I'm still doing tricks that I did in my first show when I was at Opryland in in '98-'99. All those I'm that long ago. Um, they, I was always told by my manager, don't go on television. There was a guy named Major, the guy you bet the Titanic. No, no, <laughs> yeah, there was a different first? one. Okay, but uh, he, like Major Jonathan was the funniest com- comedy magic. Went on television, did a special, and he couldn't perform for five, 10 years because everybody knew every joke he ever did. Mm-hmm. And you, your second show will never be as good as the first. And, uh, I mean, different in comedy, but uh, for magicians, it's very hard to get 10 things. And for me now, I have 10 tricks in my show and I, I'm working on new stuff all the time. But who am I going to get rid of? What pers- What trick am I going to go? You're not good enough. You're gone. And it's something I've been doing for eight years or ten years, and, and you know, and with magic, you have to, you have to learn the trick, backwards and forwards, the, before you make it funny, because you can't be thinking about what you got to do. You got to have that down pat so much, and now I can think and look and see and all the funny stuff that happens. And so it takes a good year to get something where it's really, really funny. And so it's, it's very hard for me to throw away. Nathan, I mean, Nathan and them, they were loving me to just throw things away. But I know in my heart it's not as funny as it as, it, as the old stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, next year, a lot of the – I'm no longer trying to travel with Nathan so much on the, in theaters. He doesn't need me. He don't need three people in when he's doing two shows a night. That's, everybody has to cut the, the too much. Yeah. So I'm just going to be doing the the arenas. Oh, just the big ones. The big ones. And uh, yeah, if you ain't over ten thousand, I'm not coming. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also, I'm going to be working in the round 
because he's getting ready stuff, I was told. So that changes everything. Magic, yeah. not it's hard to do magic when you tell I need section A to L to close their eyes just for a few <laughs> minutes until I do this. Well, stuff. you really crushed on that. Um, Bridgestone show. Yeah. Well. You know, but I felt like I didn't. I did one of the weakest tricks I do. I was one I used to do at, at Opulent with the kids. Yeah. And, but it really crushed it, though. It was, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. That I hear that. But, uh, so that's what I'm working on something right now, uh, that take the place of my, the gumball machine, which, which I would do, which will not, which I can do in the round. But, uh, for the most part, most of us, <laughs> All the old guys still were doing a lot of the same material we've done for a long time, which might not be good. But I also, I don't, you know, I do sleight of hand close up. I've been learning that every day. And that's what keeps my brain sober. And that's what keeps me fun. And I'm always learning new tricks and, and doing them and forgetting them and stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, if you see my act, I bring somebody up on every trick. So that okay. also makes it new. Yeah. It's not, it's never the same no matter what, because I don't know what that person's going to do or say or anything. And it could, uh, you just never know. I knew a comic that did a little bit of magic tricks and he had one where he would, uh, someone, he would go, um, does anybody got a $20 bill? And then the guy <laughs> would give him a $20 bill and he goes, you gave me this, right? You gave me this $20 bill. And the guy would go, yeah. And he would go, thank you. And he put it in his <laughs> you know, it's an old gag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not his, I, I but, but, but it's still, it's, it's so funny. How do you I do know. it? it is Have you so ever funny. seen, and I do, you ever seen <laughs> the one where they go sign this and they pull out a bank pen that's got the chain on it? Oh, yeah. Magicians fight over that forever because they say, well, you got to quit doing that because it's not original. And uh, that Gary, uh, who filled in for uh, Jay Leno, Gary, very funny guy, died not too long ago. Gary Shandling. Shandling. He says he wrote that joke and he says every magician stole that for me. He he had a big rant on in that. Well, I was happened to be watching. Uh, oh, God, my brain. I'm sorry about being old. Who's the real cheap guy that a long time ago? Jack Benny. Jack Benny is on, is on uh, with. Uh, uh, Lawrence. Us, us old guys have to stick together, <laughs> yeah. Dusty. Jack Benny's on with Lawrence Wealth, and Lawrence Wealth <laughs> has to sign something. Jack Benny pulls a pen out of his pocket with a chain on it. Uh. So even Gary was wrong. That, that gag goes way back. Somebody reached out to Jack Benny. I was doing that back in the <laughs> 1800s. <laughs> but I personally, I add, if you ever see me do that, I got a very good tag to that. Very, The tag is what makes it. And, and that's what I try to tell young guys. If you're going, I mean, because when I, my comedy was different than you. When I was in doing clubs, being a prompt comic was not fun. No one liked that. And two, they counted your laughs. And they would have some guy in the back. He come up, so you only have this many laughs a minute. They might have been longer or different or harder, but we have process that has to happen. Yeah, you know, you have to sign a card. You have to do this and that. And there's no laughing doing that always. So that's why the bank pin is so popular because you can get a laugh. Here, sign this. Everybody sees the bank on the chain, and they laugh, and that counts as a laugh. I wish there would have been somebody counting laughs for a minute for me. I would have gotten, I would have moved up a lot faster. And really? You I think? mean, I, I got a lot of jokes, but I, you know, I never, you know, you got to sell tickets now. It's not about how many laughs you, they don't care how many laughs you get, how many tickets are you selling? Yeah. You know But I mean? you, you think that has to do with your pace more than your jokes? No, uh, it's his jokes. No. <laughs> but are you slow, fast? No, he's saying I'm you're slow you pace, have a lot, of, have a lot of laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I get, I, I'm uncomfortable on stage if if people aren't laughing. So I'm all about as fast a laugh as I can get. Because if I, I have a hard time setting up a long joke, 
because I'm uncomfortable. If they're not laughing, I'm like, oh, no. So it doesn't matter how powerful the laugh is. Is it worth it if it's a great laugh? Can you tell that is a great laugh or they're just laughing because they're yeah, one I think so. I think they're all pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel good about them. Yeah, do you, but you don't see one more powerful than the other? Yeah, I mean, you know, I got, you know, I, I have a powerful one, then I'll have a lot of tags, and then I'll have a powerful one. I, I feel yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. all pretty powerful. Yeah, that's what's you know? great. Yeah. If I had, I'd rather have a powerful one than a bunch of little. Yeah. I like, I like to mix them both up. Yeah. I like to give them, a, you know, give them some jabs <laughs> and then an uppercut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Nathan Mand Sanger. Oh, gosh. Mand Sanger. As you guys are the experts on all things names, I just found out that I'm going to be a first-time grandfather. I'm super excited, but we're having a heated family discussion on what my grandma, what my grandpa name should be. All right, that was confusing to me. On what my grandpa name should be. I prefer Poppy, but my kids are not fans. I would appreciate your expert input. Uh, I'm not a fan of Poppy. I like a classic. I like Grandpa or Pawpaw. That's what I like. Wow. I'm Southern. I like Grandpa, Pawpaw. Right. Since I'm the grandfather here, and I yeah. hate that. I seem like I'm talking too much. No, I'll put this but, in for uh, you. Uh, the, the, I hate to bust your bubble. You're going to be whatever they can pronounce. Well, and, that's true. And, yeah, I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, because they're going to say something. Uh, Gammy, uh, my wife is called Gammy, but she was something. I don't even remember, but it was made no sense because that's all that Caleb could say. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what you become. I, we, we, ever since I had kids and had money, we've always did Compassion Connection, uh, Compassion International and uh, World Vision. We've had kids in those programs. We still have a boy that uh, that we're losing uh, uh, coming up pretty soon. Why? Because he'll be an adult? Yeah, he'll be 18. We've, we have aged out three kids. Okay. That took them in the, in, all the way down to they were 18. Sometimes your tone will start to seem sad. But it, I don't mean <laughs> to be sad. Say, it's sad that say, I, we have one that we're losing. That's why so, I asked to clarify. Then, yeah, I just like, meant that we've had him, we had him since he was six. And he'll yeah, be 18. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> my very first child we had with a little girl, she called me Pop Paw. And oh, yeah. that was the name. That, Papa, yeah. It means father. I don't know what it means over uh She was from, uh, 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 <laughs> who cares, right? She was far <laughs> I'm over joking. there. I'm joking. Papa. I haven't been talking, but that's what she called me. So that's what the name I, I wanted. That's so, what I called my grandpa, Papa. That's what, that's I, what I like. I mean, my one Pawpaw. grandfather died before Pawpaw. I was born and the other died when I was pretty young. So I didn't call him Papa long, but mm -hmm. uh, that was what I, wow. Papa. That's what I like. I like that. Papa and Mama. Yeah, Mama was mine. Yeah. So I called her Mama. And then I had Granny. That was my other grandma, Granny. <laughs> and she liked it? Uh, she died when I was pretty young, too. But <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. Sorry, if I hear that name one more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, you're going to be what they ever they call you. Yeah. And stuff. But you can start it off and say, I'd like to be called this. Yeah. And it may not. And then spank them every time they don't yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Just the same way you teach a dog to pee. <laughs> yeah. <The> Newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> How many grandkids do you have? We have seven. They all call great. you the same thing? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, what do they call Nevin? you? Papa. Oh, Papa. Okay. Okay. Because that's what she, that's what our little girl, Yanya. But Poppy, uh, Poppy to me, this guy. Poppy is a, like a jug or something that eats in the. 
Yeah, poppy yeah. seeds. Poppy seems seeds. like um, what like it, like a Latin woman would call the man that she's into, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Now poppy. you know he's never going to go with that. Now his wife's going to go. No, nope, you're out. But maybe, maybe Nathan's Latin. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Nathan. You can't use that. All right. Or she can't ever see this podcast. <laughs> All right, Brie Tosolini. Oh, I know this girl. Do you? She's uh, Abigail's best friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, she came to help me at Zany's. All right. She was great. Oh, okay, well, here we go. I went to, <laughs> go, I went to Vegas with Nate's sister. Mm-hmm. We went to, Mac, to a Mac King magic show, and she was so excited when they asked for a volunteer and they picked her. When she walked up and turned to the crowd, her fly was down. Everyone mm-hmm. noticed it was wide open. I thought she would be embarrassed, but when I told her, she thought it was hysterical. Out of all the fun things in Vegas we did, that's my top memory. Like father, like daughter. Okay. I think that last line was added, but uh, like but, father, like daughter. I think that was yeah. Because I, I did two shows. The first time I did the uh, Grand Ole Opry, it wasn't the Grand Ole Opry, but it was on that stage. The first time I did it, I did a whole show with my fly open and my shirt tail hanging out. <laughs> on that, purpose. Not on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I had it's hard a, to tell. Yeah. <laughs> I had a displaying thing. I did this quite often. I had a trick that you had to, I had to fix it by going into this pocket. I cut holes in the corner of my pockets. I had a handkerchief tied and I would have to feed it through that hole all the way across my fly and into this pocket. So I could do this with a handkerchief between my pockets. <laughs> a very funny trick, uh, the way I did it. But uh, you'd have to see it. Yeah, yeah, I could bring that one back for in the room. I mean, it seems but, funny. Just yeah. imagine it. But the problem was, in setting that up, a lot of times I would forget to zip the pants back up. So I did many a shows with uh, the, yeah. with a little handkerchief hanging out of my fly. Could they see the handkerchief through? No, no I didn't do that. Oh, it wasn't okay. that type of show, but uh, <laughs> okay. uh, they could on days I left it open. <laughs> yeah, they were going, "Wow, well, no wonder." Oh, sure, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I had the lady, the this lady at the game at the Aqui stage came up to me and she said, "You're very funny." Da, da, da. And she goes, "I love your little tribute to." to uh, mini pearl and i thought well she goes yo with your fly your shirt hanging out your fly i guess that you're you were you were honoring her and i looked down and that was the first time i noticed that my wow. fly when that thing was out and i, I had to go yes i hope she enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing uh, so i, I guess that's what it is and that was true i remember abigail doing that and her fly was open and are you were you there yeah we all went to the show yeah yeah and Matt King, he's at the Excalibur now. He uh, and stuff. He's doing shows. There. Is that the big ball? No, Excalibur is where they have the the, the where the horses go at each other. Oh yeah, and oh. they do that. I think I don't know if that's really right, but it's where those all those guys dance. <laughs> Men down under, or uh, under. Uh, I don't know, but I, in I Vegas. Yeah, it's in Vegas. But okay. he's a daytime, one of the funniest uh, comics. Uh, uh, the guy who, uh, I went to high school with Lance Burton, who had a great big show in Vegas. Uh-huh. And Mike King lived down the street from us. And at one time, all three of us did a show on the strip in Vegas. And we lived less than a mile from each other in Louisville growing up. Wow. Isn't that weird? It like, is weird. I was trying to look it up. I think I accidentally just booked myself a room at the <laughs> Ex- Excalibur. But, um, oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow, that's a nice place. Okay, well, I'll be staying there October 
No, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, go see Mike. I'll get you in. It's a great, yeah. great show. Great show. Go see Mike and then the, the Mac, guys dancing. Mac. Mac, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay for the dancers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach Johnson. Dusty's favorite movie must be Scary Movie 2. He mentioned it like five times on the podcast. Uh, well, it's not my favorite, but it is a funny movie. Scary Movie 2. Uh, I never saw one. It I is. I only saw two. Two is the only oh. <laughs> one worth watching, but it is. How do you funny. know that? If it's only one you saw, well, I don't. You know. Just, you just know. Somebody, uh, if you don't, somebody gave me. They hand delivered me a comment. They said my comment never gets read, so they hand delivered oh, me. You're one. starting something. Oh, how do we that. do that? Should I not do it? I mean, we're too far in now. Uh, it's but... pretty long. Oh, well, then we it's a card here. Oh, we got Let's give it. it a try. All right. Nate, Buckeye, Dusty, and Aaron. When my wife and I were getting ready for our honeymoon, I was excited to share my favorite audio mystery series with her. The entire honeymoon, whenever we would drive uh, a while, I would turn on a mist on a mystery and she proceeded to fall asleep quickly every time. Fast forward to vacation in Utah, driving across the desert. I turned on Nate Land to keep myself entertained. To my surprise, she enjoyed listening to it. I mean, she still fell asleep. It was just slower than normal. That's a five-star podcast review, in my opinion. Thanks for all the laughs, gents. Wednesdays are great. You probably would not have picked that one, would you? Nah. Okay. Not <laughs> but at all. thank you, Caleb. He came to my show. Delete. I so if you want to get read on the podcast, go to Dusty's show. Yeah. Bring three people with you. Yes. And then. Yeah. Buy a ticket. Him. Buy <laughs> some merch. Write <laughs> him a card. Yeah. <laughs> and you too can be on this podcast. Yes. Yes. What you tell us about HelloFresh? Hello, folks, to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Step. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why it's America's number one meal kit. A crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week, so there's always something delicious with HelloFresh. Quick and easy recipes and 15-minute meals can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. Plus, it's 25% cheaper than takeout. Um, I uh, This part of the ad was written by my wife. We had some HelloFresh, okay. and uh, I had a great experience with HelloFresh. I ordered family-friendly food, and that's exactly what we got. The Parmesan chive chicken and potatoes were delicious. Uh, the cooking directions were clear and simple in the end. We loved how the flavors complemented each other. The zucchini panini casserole was the perfect hearty dish on a rainy day. My toddler <laughs> loved it. Wow. She's good at writing this. Uh, HelloFresh even sent us pizza dillas, a lunch and snack combo. We were able to make the food and keep it in the fridge for when my kids wanted it after nap time. We liked how fresh the produce, produce is at HelloFresh, and the serving sizes were perfect for my growing family. That's all true. We went out to the cabin in McMinnville and McMinnville has some good restaurants, but we've eaten at every one of them multiple times. Mm -hmm. So we had this HelloFresh. We took out to the cabin with us. We made meals every night. It was great. And we got meals for like, I don't know how many people it was for, but my mom came in and we fed her. It was great. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50NateLand and use code 50NateLand for 50% off plus free shipping. That's 50% off plus free shipping with code 50NateLand at HelloFresh.com slash 50NateLand. America's number one meal kit. 
Right. One yeah. of the things about HelloFresh is I didn't. You can say you're going to be gone and don't send me the meal or something for weeks. Nathan forgets. They forget to do that all the time. So we get. We used to get a lot of their. Hey, we're not going to be there, but we got a bunch of meals. Oh yeah. But now that I'm living with Nate, Nate's <laughs> house is a, is a little fancier than our house, and so I was did cooking our first night here. I said we'll just eat some Hello first and put it in the oven to warm it up and stuff. That's dangerous for you. Yeah, but it was an oven. I could do an oven. Not, yeah, not so I cooked it in there and I said. Told my wife, I go, it's ready. And uh, I apparently I put it in the top oven, but I turned the bottom oven on. Oh. I didn't know I didn't know how to do that. So I cooked it an hour and it doesn't get very warm in the uh top if the mm-hmm. bottom's on. Oh, okay. It, take, it takes way oh, long. It's a double decker oven. Yeah, the double decker that is oven. A fancy big oven. fancy oven. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I, I even screwed up Hello First. But we did well, that. We, we did have it. Who knew there were even stoves with two levels yeah, like who that? Who would have a stove like that? <laughs> no, That's I have crazy. No idea. <laughs> double decker. <laughs> well, this week we're talking about Halloween. This is our last episode before Halloween. And uh <clears throat> I know you don't do Halloween now, but you did as a kid, I bet. I, a lot of times. I got a lot of experience with Halloween. Ooh, yeah. Did you have a favorite costume? You know, my favorite costume was as an adult in my 20s when I, <laughs> when I was drinking a bit. Yeah. I had two costumes that I liked a lot, but yeah. Jack Sparrow was really popular during that oh, time. Yeah. And I had long oh. hair and I grew my goatee real long and I, I braided up the goatee yeah. and then I put the braids in my hair and I went out drinking, you know, a couple of days before Halloween. So there were not a lot of people dressed up. There were a few downtown Charleston. I was still drinking in the daytime. I went out early. I was so excited about the costume and I went out by myself. But I always knew a bunch of people. And I was walking on this street in Charleston, and there was a uh, college, and I was dressed up like Jack Sparrow, pretty, pretty sauced up. And there was a bunch of people coming my direction, just one after another. And I just started high-fiving people. <laughs> and everybody on that whole street gave me a high five. They were all so happy. It was a great moment. Later in the night I blacked out and ruined a lot of friendships okay, but, but early <laughs> in the day it was really a lot of fun yeah. Yeah. were you a waiter then still yes I would say dressing up if I went to a restaurant and my waiter dressed up I'm going to be extra nice. I, I would think this oh, yeah. is great. This is great. I'm glad you're yeah. here this. My other favorite was I would dress up like Austin Powers sometimes because a lot of people, when I had a short kind of swoosh haircut and I had glasses, people thought I looked like Austin I Powers love, anyway. I would love to see that picture. Yeah. So yeah, people anyway. thought I looked like him anyway. So it was an easy costume. I would just buy the cheap pimp costume from Walmart. And then like purple. Just buy, just buy a suit from Walmart. Yeah. You're there. You yeah. Know, why costing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and that was great. I would always end up at the Huddle House on James Island and I'd be, you know, real drunk. And I, it, the, the Austin Powers was great because I was doing the, like the elevator trick for the staff, you know, where you push the button and then uh-huh. just go down. <laughs> they loved it. It was a great time. All right. I always like making my own costumes too. Last year I went as you and that was fun. Just picking out the stuff. And I was going to. Yeah. Go as you this year, but all your stuff smells like smoke. So. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> uh, Thanks for bringing that memory back. So that didn't work. But uh, I was trying to think as a kid. But you, I mean, you're not, we're not, I'm way older than you, but you were in a generation where you made your own costumes. You, I doubt that y'all went out and bought me. Well, I did have some like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's got a joke about the plastic. Yeah, you had that? And the thing pops off. Yeah, I had that. Just you like made a lot of costumes out of a feed sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. Case, but yeah. uh, I remember, uh, I don't know, once I 
at a work party, I would try to go as Eminem. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, did, did a, I would bring out my '80s stuff. You know, I still got some '80s shirts and stuff like that, and I would wear those to parties. Yeah. But I'd like to know more about your Eminem costume. Yeah. Were you doing some raps? No, I would. Uh, or, or like the candy. <laughs> no, it was, okay. you had it right the first time. Okay. I, I went with candy. I yeah. showed you how old I was, I was going to go. Which one were you? Yeah. Were you chocolate or the the red one? I I don't I don't remember. I, I was trying to be. Did like, you have a, like spaghetti on your sweater? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's about see, all I, I don't even get that. That's one of his lines. For me. Oh, so you uh, you got some pictures here of the kids uh, doing yeah. trick or treating. Uh, this is uh, Caleb. My grandson. Yeah. And uh, he went as Nate. You can uh, also see that back here on the shelf. People have often asked, who is that? Is that Nate? No, that's well, Caleb. Yep, that, that does. But he's dressed as Nate. He, he went as Nate. He even got him a mic and everything. He's doing the Vanderbilt sign right there. Had a whole little routine. And that was one of those nights where every door he had to explain who he was. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who are you? I'm now he may not have to do that. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. Back but, then he did. Yeah. But that was it. We're a big family on uh, dressing up. My, especially my grandkids still do all that now. They like to go make up different. This is me and Nate when I was in college. And, uh, Look at that. Wow. And uh, I I was not dressing up. I played, played college had, football. We had college football in, in a NIAA, very small league and everything. I was a quarterback. I led the league four years in touchdowns and, wow. inter and interceptions. Wow. I, I, every time I do it, somebody caught it. It might not be my own team, but somebody caught it. This feels <laughs> like this is not even about the costume at no, this no, point. No, this no. is a brag. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yes. Well, I said interception, so it didn't I mean oh, okay. I wasn't a very good quarterback. Oh, okay. How old were you here? <laughs> I missed the joke. Uh, I was probably uh, 25, 6, maybe. So you're a little bit older for the average yeah, college. Well, it took me a long time to get to college. Yeah. But Nate, that's Nathan's costume. He's a football player, and he probably was a football player uh, 12 out of the 15 years that he he always went as a football player. But it's very it, cute. He wanted to be uh, Vanderbilt, but back then you couldn't get Vanderbilt hospital. You couldn't get a jersey or anything. Vanderbilt, Cracker Barrel wasn't carrying them yet. No, I barely can now. Yeah, still hard. But that was Nathan's favorite costume and stuff. That that's very cute. Yeah. Uh, this is all right. Uh, this is this shows you how much we gave up when Abigail came along, <laughs> and uh, because uh, you know Nathan has that joke about. Um, that, that watching that movie and that, that he had to call us to come get him. I was the one that came and got him. They were Halloween or I think it's what they were watching. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when we got to Abigail, we just kind of, so this is Abigail dressing up. I thought uh, she got that, all those clothes are her, uh, my wife's mom's clothes. So I thought she went as my wife's mom because I was quite dumb. <laughs> You're like, how sweet. But she told all her friends she was pretty woman. I didn't even <laughs> know what that the pretty woman's a prostitute, and I probably shouldn't have let my daughter go out as that. <laughs> but uh, I thought really she was just, I guess she's being Carol's mom. I didn't know. But that just showed you how much we kind of gave up. But I think this up. costume, by the time in Pretty Woman that she's wearing this, I think she's on the way out. Oh, you're right. That's after <laughs> she went shopping. Yeah. yeah. I she's think classy. at this point, she's, you know, she's okay. on the way so out of that good. profession. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to explain that at every door? <laughs> I'm on my way out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is that her friend with her? Yes. Was and she is 
pretty woman's friend in the I movie. I guess she pretty. I, I, well, I, she's know. this is more of the early stage of pretty. Yeah, woman. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping she's on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. She's already been chopping or yeah. whatever. Yeah, we don't know what happened to her. All right. This is uh, a tradition that we, we, as a family, do. We all have. Uh, uh, Nate, it's true that Nathan took over the family stuff. Like we used to have everything at mm-hmm. our house now. Nathan, Nathan does Christmas and Easter, and Abigail gets Halloween, and uh, so she decorates and stuff like that. But one of our traditions is we always meet and go out to different stores, and they pick their costumes or uh, the buy it. And this is one we just went. We had to go without Nate because of the Saturday Night Live thing. He didn't get to come home. And, we, you know, and the longer you wait, uh, you know, the harder it is to find what you want. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, y'all are they, the, they want the, the most section back there. They, yeah, so where he wanted to be a ninja, but the, all the ninja outfits that fit him are are gone mm-hmm. by now because we waited too late. Harper's going to be a police officer. Good for her. Not the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And Maya well, is going to be something <laughs> from a cartoon I never heard of. I have no idea what she is. My other two girls are making their own costumes from scratch. So we, right. we got to go to Hobby Lobby for them and just buy a bunch of stuff and paint and stuff like that. What are they going to be? Some kind of Martian. The Martian with the big head. Is it a, a all blue? I mean, that could be a bunch of them. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a funny movie. Uh, Mars no Attacks? Idea. No, I don't know. I don't think it's Mars Attacks because I've heard of that. It was something I never heard of. That's it. Megamind. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what that is? Yeah, that's a good movie. That's fun. She's going to be Megamind. So I had to yeah. get a bald cap for her, some blue thing, and we had to get uh, the big collar, which oh, was made yeah. out of a car seat. Oh, okay. That little thing piece. So she's oh, yeah. making it all. So that'll be fun for her. This is not, This is This is a great little story. Uh, this is my, because Halloween, you, you go to pumpkin patches and fall festivals and things. So make sure you're talking to Mike. They won, uh, his class did something that won a free trip to the pumpkin patch. And so he's walking around looking and we had the whole film for this. But that's my grandson, uh, the car, Zach. And there's a sign out there that says, what does it say? Keep your uh, eyes on Jesus. Keep, keep your eyes on Jesus. And in that cage is a bunch of donkeys. And Zach goes, I bet one of those donkeys' name is Jesus. We better keep an eye out for him because they're telling you he must be pretty wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So he's looking, he's telling his friends, look out for Jesus. He's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. If you're listening, we'll post all these photos on our social media so you can see what Stephen's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Do you feel like costumes have changed, though, uh. since... Like they're more intense now than they Way were. Way more evil. I think Halloween has gotten so evil now. I, that, I, I agree a thousand percent. I mean, when I was in my twenties, it just felt like it was like when I was a kid, it felt pretty innocent. When I was in my twenties, it felt like we were all just going out to party. And then now it just seems super evil. That the horror, everything's a horror movie now. I say horror, not horror. I like to say horror. Yeah. <laughs> and horror. Uh, they're all so horror. evil and like twisted in a way they're not like ah scary it's like some uh kind of messing with your mind and everybody in the whole country's got anxiety now i'm like well maybe stop watching scary movies that's why i I don't watch them i'm like i don't need to be scared i don't like being scared i don't need some psychological thriller running my life um i don't need that stuff in my mind so i i think it's also evil now yeah uh 
I, was, I used to be a clown, Yo-Yo the Clown. And yeah. I was a clown when it was safe to be a clown. There's no clowns anymore. They're all evil, mean. Yes. They got mm-hmm. big teeth and they bite your head. So, mm-hmm. Come on, that's not what a clown is. Right. And stuff. I, I hate it. Everything has to be uh, demons or something related to it and and stuff. Uh, you know, ours, ghost was just a sheet over your head with two eyes cut out. Yeah, and you're just going, woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and right, and you, right. you, did, you did the ghost. For your second time out, you would be a hobo first time, yeah. and then you put a ghost thing over top of it to and go out again. Double the oh, candy, yeah. double the candy. Especially if you found ones that gave out those big bars, you had to go to that house at least three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like getting candy back then felt like a bigger deal. Now, oh. every, just candy's everywhere. I know. Everybody yeah. has candy all the time. Candy's right. everywhere. It's like, you, is it even yeah. that big of a deal? That's right. We, on Easter and Halloween's the only time you got to get candy. And mm-hmm. candy felt cool. When, I mean, candy feels like all poison now. <laughs> back then, it was like, oh, don't have too much sugar. Now, it's like, don't have too many weird <laughs> chemicals. Right. Yeah. That's right. what candy is now. You read the ingredients, it's just a bunch of weird chemicals, petroleum in there. <laughs> if you tune in, we're three old men complaining about Halloween. Do you guys know how Halloween started? I would assume that um, it uh, was uh, a satanic ritual. I, uh, I always <laughs> thought it was to, to disguise yourself from other demons so they wouldn't come back and get you from the dead or something. So people, yeah, that's close. That it, sounds like what I said, too. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> it was uh, it was a Celtic festival. They felt like the New Year started November 1st. Right. Because that's kind of when also, yeah, yeah. it's getting cold and everything's dying. So November 1st of the New Year. So October 31st was the- That's a good time for the New Year, right? When everything's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So October 31st was- uh, The Day it, of the Dead. Yeah. So yeah. they felt like there was a that transition periods when the dead and the living kind of got crossed up and the dead spirits would come out. So they would disguise themselves as maybe like- a demon or evil or whatever so not to right to catch them and back then the churches the church itself um came into new towns and new country they they didn't want to just say you can't have all your rituals they wanted to kind of like like easter that's right you can keep the bunny but we're going to add the cross yeah we're going to do this and you can keep the the guy in the white beard but we're going to do all of this so it's and i think halloween was another one that was just sucked up into all that it was the pope uh to kind of just what you said, he kind of like, well, let's incorporate some of it to get people on board. So he made November 1st, All Saints Day. Yeah. And then it was called All Hallows. And then October 31st was All Hallows Eve, Halloween. So it had some pagan starts and then it kind of got incorporated with um, the Catholic Church and then it became what it is today. Yeah. It comes in, uh, we, I remember when my our kids was real little, I, uh, it was Wayne Denton and uh, our Happy Meal guy. Yeah. So his daughter and my daughter were pumpkins. And so we we went to a porch and this lady came out and she was a pastor of a church. And she just blasted my little, we, at that time you just let the kids go and you stand it back a little bit and they get the candy. And she was preaching to our little girls about four this is all from the devil. You're all of this stuff, or whatever. And I, I said, I just went up and grabbed her. I go, next year, you're not going to be the pumpkin from hell. We're just going to have to make you something else <laughs> and stuff. But it, I, it was just rare back then. But some people, even when they, my kids were little, mm-hmm. but I would say today, most people that probably think that way just don't turn the lights on. That's yeah. what we do. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get out of I, town. And I admire that. I think that's great. Yeah. Don't do it. I would not yell at kids for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be yelling. It's at not kids. the time. I mean, still, most kids, even today, see it as free candy day. Yeah. 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 What do I you, agree. You don't give candy, I know. You do, y'all do it? Yeah. What do you think about teenagers? Uh, nah, I feel like 12, 13 is about to cut yeah. off. I used to think that. Now I go, I'm glad you're doing this, having fun getting candy. It could be worse. You know, you could be going <laughs> doing it. You, could, you could go get in a lot of trouble, but you're still going out. And getting Stealing candy, you're, candy you're, from you're, the you're, that's right. You're, you still got a little bit of kid in you, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not against it anymore. I, I go more power to them. They want to if they're nice at my door and stuff like that. I would give them give them. I always invite the kids in. Do you really? No, 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 <laughs> no. no wonder. Everybody's glad you got out of it. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> now when they come to your house and say trick or treat, you say trick. Yeah, I used to. And Carol stopped all that because it would take too long. <laughs> I always had several magic tricks. I had a great trick, and it's uh, one where you make a light appear in your hand. And and then you, so I would go, you win the special prize, and I would make a light and then drop it in the bag. And when you drop it, you let the light go off. So then the little kid would go out in the yard and dump his candy out looking for that light. Oh, and, yeah. And I found that was kind of mean. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I got a friend of mine, Pat Hazel, I won't say, shouldn't say his name. He used to put <laughs> ice cubes when they were kids. They would put hands full of ice cubes in people's bags. Oh. And then they said it would melt and the bag would break. And the next morning they would go out and get fine candy all over the streets. Wow. That's mean. So you could that just do that. That's, the, that. that's what you should do. <laughs> that ice mean. cubes in there. Well, save those kids from eating that poison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it for yourself. Yeah. Again, it wasn't poison when we were doing it. Yeah. Back in the day, the candy no. was probably a lot better. It was just probably real chocolate and some yeah. sugar in there. Yeah. Now it's... Um, and you didn't eat it every day, like yeah. you said. It was such a rare thing. That oh, yeah. It wasn't going to kill you and stuff. I did get... A, we had a house down the street from me that everybody said a witch lived in. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, there's only one really big memory I had. And I remember we would just dare everybody to go to the witch's house. Oh, yeah. And um, so I went and she gave, she came out. It was very scary. That's mm -hmm. where you got your magic powers. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me uh, uh, lemon heads. Oh, that's fine. I, I've never She's seen a, so a box of lemon heads. But when I got home and opened them up, they were full of acorns. Oh, really? All acorns. Wow. I thought it was great. Yeah. So she wasn't a witch or something sounded like witch. I know. I didn't eat the acorns. Yeah. Or maybe I would you not should have planted. <laughs> should have planted the acorns. Yeah. Gone beanstalk. I yeah. know yeah. what would have happened. That's a true story. She did that. So I just wondered if the whole, if she knew everybody thought she was a witch. Now so that's something I want to do. Give out some candy, <laughs> but in there, it's just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'll have you back in Halloween. And yeah. You know, I'll be stuffing the stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you believe in witches? I believe in witchcraft. Because mm -hmm. I believe in I believe in demons. I think ghosts are demons. I don't believe people come back from the dead. I believe that Satan does, and he disguises himself. And so I, I do oh, believe man. I believe everything demon. You really saved me from having to say that. I appreciate. Okay, that. that's why I started with I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to look good. Yeah, I like that. But you, I've met many of your magician friends. They're all just like you, just good, wholesome guys that aren't trying to deceive anybody. I mean, not in a satanic way but right. are there magicians out there yeah. that either 
like professional wrestlers who try to act like they come back from the dead or try to do. No, really, I, I always disagree with them. Uh, Doug Henning went off and thinking that and following Eastern and, and witchcraft and yeah. stuff like that. And there, and those magicians that do do that or and that practice that stuff. And I think you're just getting in line with the devil. Um, me and Dusty talked a little bit about this before. Uh, when I first became a Christian, uh, I had a pastor tell me that magic was evil and mm -hmm. stuff. And um, a lot of people think I sacrifice cats and things like that. And it's, it's, I just don't like cats. Dusty, yeah. it has nothing to do I get with, it. I don't really like cats. Yeah, either. it had nothing to do with tricks. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I gave it away. I, I walked away from it. I said, oh, it's evil. I need to give it away. And then I went and saw a guy named Andre Cole, and he used to work for Camp Crusade for Christ. Just died last year. First Christian magician that I liked and uh, that I thought was really good. He did a regular magic show. He he was an amazing inventor. He, uh, Copperfield, every magician you ever heard of does his tricks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, he was also the one that stopped the mass magician from being on TV because he didn't want to, Mass Magician was exposing old magic that nobody had, but he exposed one of Andre Cole's tricks and he's still alive. And he sued uh, Fox and all of them for putting it on and he won and they had took the show off. Wow. So it's good for Andre. But anyway, uh, he, I saw him, he does a, he did his real show, but the whole show he goes, I got one more trick at the end. I'm going to come back, but I'm going to share my testimony. Yeah. And he goes, and if you don't want to hear that, I, no problem, be great. I'm going to take a 10-minute break, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to share my my testimony, and then I'm going to show you a really cool trick. So, of course, most people never left because they wanted to see that real cool trick. So I just thought that was really good, and I got to go back and meet him and talk to him. And during the show, I mean, he talked about the sorcerer, that the word, um, and the he, what he explained, that King James saw a magician do a trick, and I think it was the cup and ball, which I do. It was just a sleight of hand trick with things appear under the ball, under the cup. And the king said, he's a sorcerer. He calls himself a magician. Magicians back then were jesters. The jesters were magicians and sorcerers were sorcerers. Sorcerers claimed to have power and they wanted to have power and they would do drugs and potion. We get our word pharmaceutical from this. And this was all in his little, it's in his book and his he talk. It says, so you should beware of Walgreens, not magicians. <laughs> but King James was fooled so bad that he said, the magician must have put me under a spell. I must have blacked out, woke up and the things were under the cup. There's no way he could have gotten underneath there without doing that. So he said in the King James, and, and then he said, make the word magician too. And so for a long time, the magicians couldn't go to churches and everything. And that's why a lot of uh, Christian magicians won't say they're magicians. They say they're illusionists. Because it's like an illusionist can come to your church, but not a magician. Hmm. And so after reading that and understanding it, uh, and that, that the first magicians were, they were putting down sorcerers. They were going, these guys are just using tricks. Mm -hmm. And just like uh, the the Moses with the staff, right. their magician was able to copy that. And yeah, there's, how there's how a, they do that? You, I, I know how I would do it. But you ever seen the appearing cane? You know how you would make a staff turn into a snake? Piece of cake. Have you ever seen the trick where the magician makes a cane disappear? No. Like, boom, you know, a big cane? Yeah, right. or, mm -hmm. yeah, or you can get or, a cane and make it turn into a handkerchief. Just put a snake in that cane and disappear the cane. And boom, a snake comes out. Well, just disappear the cane. The cane, that's very easy to do. I don't, I can't, I don't want to expose everything, yeah, but, yeah. but it's easy. It's a trick you can buy for $2 and you put a snake in there and, and it'll disappear and the snake will fall on the ground and you've turned the But they also pick the snake back up and made it a staff again. They did? 
I don't know if they did. Moses but, did. But the well, yeah, Moses, Moses did. Moses, Moses, snake oh, Moses swallowed their oh, yeah, yeah, way better, snake. Way better yeah. track. <laughs> yeah, his snake ate their snakes. And then yeah, but again, I believe, I believe yeah. they were, like again, they were, they were staying pretty close to the demons and yeah. they might have had some powers coming. The, Satan's powerful and he'll do the new, the Antichrist will do some pretty neat, look like magic trick things and probably just be real satanic stuff. But, uh, but anyway, so he just explained why you can be a magician and a Christian at the same time. And at that time, Benikins was doing <laughs> magic shows and I'd been out of magic for about three years and I was starving. And so they offered me a hundred dollars a night which was in 83 yeah and that was a lot of money just to come in and do card tricks yeah so i learned i remembered five tricks that i used to do and i worked for three weeks at benikins and and then i never put the magic back down and i and i and i would always do that and you know i i i do always try to explain if i'm doing anything in the church or anything that, that i have no powers you know, that I just, I learned, you learn magic the same way you learn to play a piano or guitar or anything like that. It's just a skill. Practice. You can use. As long as, but I'm not, I don't want you to think. But that's why I avoid the mind reading tricks and stuff. And I could do a mind reading trick on you and you would think there's no way he could do that without having, but I'm telling you there is. Yeah, it's I don't like that. So I don't like hypnotist or that I sort of either. stuff either. I was at, I did NACA. Um, yeah, you know, I and know. I was just, uh, I went to watch someone, uh, that I knew I went to watch their set and then I just stuck around and the next person was a hypnotist and I was way in the back and he was doing it. And, and I started to feel real weird and like zoned out and I left. Yeah. I was like, I got to get out of here. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I got to get out of this room. I get in a lot of trouble for this. I worked for a hypnotist for with eight years. Well, don't and get yourself I, in trouble. No, I, mean, I don't believe him. I don't want the. I don't think that. I don't want the hypnotist I, 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 I to come actually, for I us. I know a guy that did hypnotist. Rich Guzzi is pretty yeah. ripped. I don't know if you've seen him. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to get, get beat mad up me. by yeah. Rich I don't Guzzi. think you can do hypnotist. I don't think. I think you can hypnotize somebody, quit smoking, lose weight, but you it takes sessions. You have to meet with these people a lot and to get them down. And I've seen guys. I knew a guy a magician that did that, but to get. 25 people up there and hypnotize them in five minutes to do anything. No, I don't think that's possible. Do you think there's some plants? Because some of these no. people seem like they're really like, like you just see videos of it. And it's like, why would you just act like that? Right. Yeah. You want to know the truth? What I think, this is what I think. I know the hypnotist will get a lot of hate mail on all this, but I think I could do it because I, I worked for him for eight years Two times, three times a night sometimes. You give me 25 people, and what I do is all I'm doing is looking for the people that really want to be hypnotized. And they, they're really trying really hard. So they're falling. They're, they're doing, okay, you, your code. They give you all these easy stuff. And he's getting rid of the people that aren't do, that, that are thinking that it's real, and they're waiting to go, oh, I'm not code. So he gets rid of them. He gets the ones trying, just playing along. And you get them going down a little track, and then all of a sudden it turns and now you have to dance like a chicken or do something dumb. But you've already played and lied to the whole audience the whole show. You can't all of a sudden go, oh, I was kidding. I'm out. Right. So you're, you're in. You're in show business now. So you have to keep pretending that you're hypnotized. And now well, some people will call that a state of hypnosis that you get to a point where now you're going to do everything I want because I got you. But it's not like you're in a trance. It's like I got you. You just lied to all these people, so you got to do whatever I tell you to do. There was a guy that I went that came in every night for uh, three, four years, 
was a heavy set guy and he would do the same thing. He, he could buck dance like anybody you've ever seen. And he would do that. And then he would fall in love with another woman and he was married and he would just fall in love. And he was hilarious and the funniest thing in the world. And the same guy would come to get hypnotized every every show, every show. And one night, the last night, uh, and I would, I would be out in the audience filming it because the guy would pay me extra to film the show for him. And the guy's sitting down and he talks to his wife. He goes, I'm going to try to get hypnotized. She goes, you've been hypnotized every night and for the last two years. And he goes, no, nah, it's never worked on me. And, you know, he's playing the game. And so this night, on the last night, the last show, everybody that ever thought about trying wants to get on that stage. So they just go flying up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he didn't make it. So now he's sitting down beside me and he's not in the show and he's so bummed out and uh, cause there'll be another year before he gets to perform again. And then, uh, he, he goes on and the guy's doing the show and all of a sudden he stands up in the audience and starts doing everything. And the people go, that guy out there. And then the, the hypnotist notices it's him and knows that he's fantastic, that he's great. So he calls him up. He got on the show. Oh, so that guy just, he's like, he's putting on a show. It's all show business. And I'll tell you this, my daughter Abigail went up there and it took me three years to get her to admit to me that she was not hypnotized. Because see, Abigail's perfect. She's going to do everything you tell her to do and act all that stuff out. <clears throat> and she kept saying, Dad, I did not know. I go, Abigail, you're lying. You knew everything. No, I didn't. And finally she goes, okay, I, had, I knew everything. Wow. People, I, I, people are not. You know, one time. But I, I think you can be. I, I went to play, a hypnotist when I was about 19 to uh, quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were in a room, like a hotel conference room. And I really wanted to quit. And my sister went and my sister needed to quit. So we were really trying to do it. And I, we, we all went in there, we did the whole thing. And then the moment we walk out, one of the guys that was in the room, he just lights up a cigarette right outside <laughs> of the thing to let everybody know I'm not getting hypnotized. And it, he did it like he was tough, right? He's like, right. like, he was like, oh, you can't hypnotize me. Uh, yeah, sure. I can get addicted to something, but I can't be hypnotized. And I went home that night and I was like, I was working a, a third shift. Not all the time job, but that week I was working third shift. So I went home and showered and I had to go to work that (coughs) night. And I was just like, how am I going to quit smoking? And I ended up just quitting uh, because I was like, I knew my sister wanted to quit. So I was like, I'm just going to quit. And I don't know if the hypnotizing had any effect on me at all, but I did quit. That's awesome. I mean, I I got a guy that that's what, that's what he did. Yeah. And he said it would take several times to get, and be, you have to really build a trust up with the person yeah. to get them to start listening to you and do what stuff. But, uh, and I believe that kind of stuff happens. And I just don't, I have a hard time believing that you can get 30 people up in a night in five minutes to have them all under and they're doing what you say. Yeah, but they do like, narrow it down like you're talking about. Yeah, they they're picking do the guy that's trying hard. But I, that's interesting. The one guy who got like, he's like, he's putting on a show. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. And so I, his wife would go with him. Yeah. And, and fight with him about, honey, you've done this every night. Yeah. That'd be a great question. Yeah. I bet they are. Yeah. I bet his wife's pretty sick of it. <laughs> that's enough of it. <laughs> yeah. I've it's had like, friends of my lo- it's wife, like, though, that. Start getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem like the type that would be seeking the spotlight. Very quiet, mild mannered. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been hypnotized. The, the, they're the perfect person. Because they're not the type. 
So this is the one chance they get they to be get to, that type. Oh, they and get to they, say, I was hypnotized. That's right. So you're getting the freedom to do whatever you want, things that in your darkest dreams you would never do. I get to now do it and blame somebody else. Oh, yeah. And all you have to do is say, really? I did that? I can't. That's what. That's my opinion, mm. and I know there's a lot of people that disagree with it. But well, I don't I'm think that say, takes away from the show. If the guy's a good hypnotist, he of, can put a great show. Of how jacked Rich Guzzi is, I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and say yeah. I believe it. And, uh, <laughs> if I run into you at a club, I, I, I mean, Rick. Dusty almost got <laughs> yeah. hypnotized just in the back of the room. <laughs> well, I can believe it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It was weird. I don't know what was going on, but I was like, I didn't feel like I was up ready to dance or whatever. But I was like, you I started to zone out, and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Well, if you're a hypnotist and need some people to as a plant, find good talent on Indeed. That's Indeed's right. the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can go do it all with Indeed. Take it easy and keep it simple. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Why wait? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. One of the things we love about Indeed is that they make hiring all in one easy place. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Start hiring now with $75 with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job at Indeed.com slash Nate. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Nate. Indeed.com slash Nate. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? Need to hire. <laughs> you need Indeed. Yeah, indeed. All right. Dusty, let All me right. show you this. Uh, cane. Before you do it real quick, I've got it. I don't want these hypnotists to think that. I'm going to get, you're going to get more hate mail than you did on the airplane thing. Yeah. I think there's definitely, there are people that are very good at what they do. They put on a great show. Yeah. Get my hat's off to them. And, and, and you're not taking them, you're talking to the people in the audience. But it's, calling it's them liars. yeah, but I think those people are great because they know how to pick the people. It's also, yeah, it's, it's, it's debatable the if they're hypnotized, if, if they're like, they, it's their opportunity to, to be entertained. It's like. You almost are hypnotized in a way. Yeah, to where yeah. You're so like, that's, I, I think that's what people believe. Where it's like, you're like, this is you it. Know, I wouldn't normally act like this, but now I'm acting like this. I must be hypnotized. Yeah. And if I take you down that road, you can't, you can't get out of it. Yeah. You got to do whatever they say. And then you never want to admit that you weren't no, because you're can't. like, I did some pretty silly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to you guys. Well, so, it, some of you guys it, are Is great. this going to reveal no. how this trick is done? No, it's okay. watch it for. Two, 10 seconds here. Okay. Just oh, to see. But this would work. This is what I'm talking about. Well, I thought it was quicker than this. Here we go. He's about to make this thing disappear. And instead of a handkerchief, you put a snake in there. Guess what you're holding or guess what falls on the ground? A snake. Well, I'm blown and that away trick, by that trick. That trick also works the other way around. That's why I don't like this though, a king. Because I'm like, this guy, I don't know how he did that. And I don't, I don't okay, care good. for it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean magic is, is he's using something that you can find in every grocery store. Used to. So the other thing they did where they were able to turn water into blood, which that could just be food dye or something, right? It could be a lot of things. And frogs. But in the Bible, the, they blood. turned it to blood and then the fish were dying. dying. Everything that, in that's the, Moses' version. Yeah. They didn't every, say that died when they right. did it. Everything was dying. And then they created more frogs. 
yeah. the plague. Which did the and all this was related to the gods that they had. Yes, they yes, it God. was. Yeah. 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 So every everything was God saying, "Your guy can do it. Can he do this?" And God was showing them off. Then after a while, they couldn't keep replicating it. No. And the flies, they the said, dead. it wasn't really flies. It was like dung beetles because they no. worship a lot of the yeah, Egyptians yeah, right. worship the dung right. beetle. I always wondered why the different Pharaoh, but the one that caught all his magicians to have the dream interpreted, none mm-hmm. of them could do it. That's right. That's Joseph. Daniel. But, but uh, well, Joseph also interpreted no, yeah, yeah, you're right. dreams. I was like, why didn't y'all just lie? I mean, it seemed like you could just say anything. Yeah. In 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> at least I lived 30 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think you're probably terrified. No, uh, remember, they had to tell him the dream. He didn't tell them what the dream was. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that so right? They, that's right. Because they, so they, they uh, couldn't have lied because they didn't know what to lie about. Oh, okay. You're right. So Joseph yeah, yeah. told him what the dream and then what it meant. Then what it meant. Okay. All right. Well, stay on the Bible thing. There were witches. There was the witch of Endor. Yeah. yeah. And she Saul got her summon Samuel from the dead right. and, and uh, tell him what was going to happen. I, I believe that the witches today, and I believe they contact and seances and all that stuff can be real, but you're contacting demons. You're not contacting the real person. So if you go I to, agree. I've opened for like a medium at Zany's and she tells people what's going on. Yeah, that's called cold reading. But the, 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 uh, in Samuel, when they, when they conjure up Samuel, that's a weird one because it's a weird he, one to me because him. he's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Right. right. So it's like, that's where I'm like, I always think that you're not contacting the person, you're contacting a demon. But in that situation where he comes and he's like, you shouldn't be doing this. That's a weird one for me because it feels like they did bring him. He almost thinks you think that, but it, yeah, that's a and good he did correct. Yeah, I never thought it's about interesting. It. Yeah, he said you and your sons are going to die tomorrow in battle, and they did. I think Saul committed suicide, but but he got it right too. Yeah. So, and the witch was freaked out. Again, if if she was like, oh, this is just my buddy Tom the demon, she was freaked out when she saw it. Was well, saying, everybody likes to think around like they want to mess around with the uh, with the demons and stuff like that. But anybody in the Bible that encounters angels or anything like that, they're terrified. They're yeah. never like, I mean, you know, the angels will calm them down, but on first meeting, they're terrified. Who I would the the <laughs> the Israelites when they were in the desert and God appeared to them on the mountain. After that, they were like, "Hey Moses, will you just talk to God from now on?" Like we, <laughs> yeah, well, that scared us too much, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know this has become more of a Bible episode, but I just recently put together that the wise men, the magi, that's the same word as yeah. magician. Yeah, well, kind of, and they were uh, astrologers. And a lot of people don't realize they were probably followers of Daniel. Because you remember when Daniel went there and he interpreted the dream, he, the king put him in charge of all of his wise people. So he taught them the way that he did and the signs in the sky and stuff. So those guys were probably disciples of Daniel. And so they studied the signs that Daniel told. So they knew the time the Messiah would come. So they knew wow. that in the skies with the stars, and that's why they went and they were there. They were astrologers. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Here's the top Halloween costumes of 2023. Barbie's number one. We can't I be, figured out. Uh, yeah. And, uh, one, of my, one, of my grand, one of my granddaughters is, bar, is Barbie, and I don't like it. You don't? Yeah. I didn't like it. But, why, uh, why is that? Because it's Barbie. I hadn't even seen Barbie, but I heard it's pretty much, let's all hate men, Barbie people. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I heard, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't think I'd see it anyway. But yeah, uh, but uh, I have one of my granddaughters is being Barbie. All right, you're getting some Halloween candy. 
Now, is that all we're just doing number one? What was the main? You don't know the number one for boys? I wonder what that is. I want to say Ninja because we couldn't find one. Oh, yeah. So well, they're buying them I up. think they combine. I think these are combined. This is amazing. Spider Man is still. Wow. Ninja was number nine there. Um, wow. Yeah. Funny? Uh, I would think more superheroes would be in there, but. Um, Wendy's Adams. I thought that's an old thing. That's I think really... they just did a, a, yeah. a reboot of a show. Yeah. Uh-huh. They've. She's got her own show now. Uh, we can get the dog costumes if you like, <laughs> or the babies and dogs. Barbie and Ken's number one, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I don't even know. Bonnie and Clyde. Do kids even know who that is? That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into some Halloween yeah. candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to me. Um, all right, Halloween candy. So this broke. This is uh, candy.com. They break down every state. What the top Halloween candy is, how they know, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they just look at sales from a certain period of time. Uh, for Tennessee, it's the Tootsie Pop. Wow. Well, there must be a lot of doctor's offices buying. I mean, that does. I, I like Tootsie, I'm a I Tootsie like Pop. Them too. I like Grape and Red. No yeah. other ones. I like them too, but that surprises me that that's the most popular. Right. I've think. never licked it to the chocolate. I can't make it. No, I've seen it gets a little salt. Yeah. I'm crunching. Yeah. But I, I still like those. I haven't had one in a long time, though. Uh, number two is saltwater taffy. In Tennessee. T- oh, this really? is Tennessee. And, number, and third, skills. That's just because they sell them at Bucky's and everywhere. Maybe and, so. And uh, yeah, this there, is sh- where else you get saltwater numbers? Candy, that's loose, isn't it? What? Just a, saltwater taffy? Yeah. So you break it out of the pack? Is that like Does Laffy it? Taffy? I don't even know. I don't even know how you buy that because when you get it, you get a big old box. You're not giving a kid a box. Oh, yeah. You're taking one you used out. Used to get the little individual Laffy Taffy's, yeah, up yeah. There, and then you open it up, and there will be jokes in there. Oh, I don't remember you that. You open the ca- you eat the candy, but there's jokes in the wrapper. That's why you're probably in this business today. Yeah. So yeah. one for Laffy, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> needs to be. It could be it. <laughs> Who knows? I always loved a joke. Uh, I loved a joke as a kid. Oh, you want to look at? Uh, so you're That's from Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky, and then we'll do Alabama. Well, I want to see if anybody could guess their own state. Oh, okay. Uh, but I would not have guessed no. Reese's Cups. So, uh, my wife loves Reese's Cups. Oh, see, I'm, I'm not okay. Reese's Cups would be the number one for all states. Oh, wow. Really? They're think, expensive and you only get two. Well, who knows how? I mean, this I, is crazy. So, number second's hot tamales and third, Swedish fish. L- love hot tamales. Okay. That used to be one of my favorite ones. What, Alabama, what are you guessing? I'm going to say. Um, well, what is Swedish fish? It's, it's a, a rubbery. It's, it's uh, almost like a sour patch. Oh, okay. I'm going to say, I don't know. Um, let's go. Um, I don't know. Snickers bar. Uh, oh, nobody's got that much money. Unless you got <laughs> Alabama people. Maybe m and Let's see. Alabama. S- Skittles. 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 Oh, that was cool. Uh, yeah. yeah Skittles close. is a good one. The name is close. Yeah. Second, we'll start with an S. Second Starburst. An S. Third is Hershey's Mini Bars. Oh, Hershey. You know, <laughs> the mini I don't know bar. if I've told this story on here before, but at Easter, you used to get these Hershey's. Um, either it was, I think it was Easter, but it wasn't a, it was maybe a Hershey's bunny or a big oversized Hershey bar. And we would get candy like that and we would put it in the freezer. Oh, nothing better. And my sister. I still I do a, that. I have a sister that's diabetic. She was, you know, uh, like type one diabetic where she takes oh, insulin wow. every day. And my other sister, you know, they both got this candy and they're about 10 years older than me. And uh, we were in a trailer 
And my sister, who's not diabetic, had already eaten all her candy. And my diabetic sister, her candy was still in the freezer. Uh, so my sister started eating it one day and she was like, hey, that's my candy bar. And they got into a fight about it. And my sister cussed at her, but she goes, here, take your candy bar and threw it at her and hit her in the head. And a she frozen. had to get several stitches. This is great. Yeah, she busted her head with a frozen candy bar. But I'm kind of with both. I see both sides of that. I you're you're not going to eat it. Yeah, you're not going to eat it. Don't this, leave this it This can kill you. So let me kill you by hitting you in the head. Yeah, let me <laughs> knock some sense into you. Stay well, away she from should at least stuff. sold it to her. Yeah. I mean, I would have made a deal. You yeah, do they, my shorts. They should have did a business this. deal. Yeah. They were a little hot-headed. I think I was in the room when it happened. Wow. Well, before we go too farther moment. on this candy, yeah. I like this. Did uh, did you have many people that gave whole pieces of candy bars? Are you? Because I don't think Fun Size was in when I was little. I don't even think Fun Size existed maybe when I was a kid. We had like, I can remember like candy apples. <laughs> oh well, I remember that and stuff like that. Where you're hitting your bag, rice krispie treats, yeah, any of that? homemade, yeah, homemade, homemade yeah. no problems. I love those. Uh, I like those too. But I mean, do people do whole candy bars. We always had one or two houses, and that's the one you had to have a costume change. You know, there's pork and marshmallows. <laughs> you had to do a change. You had to do it. The pork and what? Marshmallows, pork gelatin, and no way. What are you yeah. running marshmallows for? for yeah, you? I know. There's a. That's uh, why they catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. When you go, if you go into the uh, international section of the grocery store, you can find kosher marshmallows, and they will have a fish gelatin instead of pork. So they're kosher. That sounds terrible. Do they taste the same? That's the same. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound terrible. I like the little bitty marshmallows. Yeah, I like them in hot chocolate. I, but anyway. You know, my mom said that when she was a kid, they would give out like fruit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I remember getting some fruit. Yeah, those but, are the houses you hated. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she give out meat, you know, <laughs> give out like little steaks. I mean, here's the baloney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in the country, so there was no going door to door. You, I mean, you had to go to a house, get out of your car. My parents would drive me, get out, go, and then get in a car and drive a little bit to the next house. Well, yeah, they would. You be, couldn't never. It wasn't like you couldn't get a whole bag full of candy that way. It was hard. Take, yeah, it was probably too. Like I think where my dad lived, they would do. It would be like the people at the church. It would be like you know they would go. All right, we're we're all going to be set up for Halloween. So you would do that. You would drive, and it would to be the houses, or yeah, was it like in to the, the houses lot? of the people from the church? Because they, they do it in parking lots now. Oh, okay. Truck or treat. Truck or treat. I hate it. Oh, that sounds. Terrible. I think it's a great idea because it makes people bring them to your church, mm -hmm. and you do that. Talk, to, but the candy they give away is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I went there too many times, and it's like that's why Tootsie like, Pops are famous. Yeah, they buy Pop the bag in. with the with the five thousand pieces of candy, oh, and they're yeah. all little bitty Tootsie Rolls and little bitty. And they I like just, a little Mister Goodbar yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give, it's got to give me candy. some. If you're going to do trunk or treat, great. Be a real Christian and get turn the seven fish. Make it a nice. Yeah, make something nice. Yeah, you ain't gonna Don't save anybody with that. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Anybody, it's, it's now and later. Get I some can't even eat that. Yeah, thing. get some loose donuts. Out <laughs> yeah, there. That's yeah, what yeah. I want. I mean, you get a lot of loose glazed donuts dropping in the back. <laughs> Drop them in. That's there. what churches always do. Whenever you want to, uh, some project where you got to get together with the church, they're always feeding you donuts, donuts, powdered donuts. I'm like, let us get some protein in here. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I don't really think I believe in ghosts, but I mean, there's some haunted houses I probably wouldn't. I'd be a little nervous in. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Bell, the Bell Witch House. Much. Yeah. The what? The Bell Witch. You know the Bell Witch? No. Yeah. You don't know about the Bell Witch? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, 
I don't do haunted houses or anything like that. But. I don't do them, but that's what I'm saying. The Bell Witch is like one of the most famous ghosts, I guess, anywhere. And it's right here. It's where Leanne Morgan's from, Adams, Tennessee. Right. Okay. And uh, there's, I think you can go. I've there's been a there. Bell yeah. Witch Cave. Oh, you've been there. I wouldn't go in. Yeah. And stuff. And I read, as a kid, I read all these stories about it. And look, it. I, I say I don't believe it, but I, I, it scared me. I used to watch Unsolved Mysteries so much as a kid that I, I just was terrified all the time as a kid of, wow. of ghosts and, and aliens and things like that to where I don't even want to mess with it. Now, I used to love to tell the stories. Me and my friends, my dad lived out in the country. We would set out on hay bales and just tell ghost stories until we freaked each other out and had to run back to the house. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, so I believe in it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's anything good. So twice going back to the Bible, Jesus' followers thought he was a ghost. Yeah. And he was walking on water and then <clears throat> after resurrection. So <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe that's his resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. You said that pretty fast. Yeah, it was yeah, that's that's a word you don't want to <laughs> but uh, uh <laughs> sorry. I always say he got re rose again. Yeah. I never have a problem. Yeah. When Jesus rose again. So they believed in ghosts. Uh nobody corrected him like he didn't say like ghosts. That's stupid. So again, yeah. there's spirit there was a lot of demons back then and it's really funny. That's one of the most miracles he ever did and we don't talk about it today uh, the demon possession and all that stuff he For, pulled some demons out of a guy yeah threw it into a herd of pigs and right. pigs ran off the cliff devil's ham yeah he came from that <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh he was like this is not food don't eat this i'm gonna send this over the cliff guys. one day you're, you're gonna burn your kitchen down yeah uh my senior in high school uh texas just came out i was about to ask about that yeah and i never I didn't have an opinion about go. I just kind of did. But after I saw that movie, my whole life changed. I mean, I didn't sleep for two or three days. And yeah. I could now I believed in, I mean, the devil was the worst thing in the world for me. It scared me so bad. Yeah. And we, we would always go to haunted houses. And I, I ended up, they had to close this one down. And, and I was in one and I had to walk through this aisle. And there was a jail, like there was people, all insane people, and behind bars, and they're reaching out at you. Oh so yeah. So I'm, we, I'm as far away from them as you can, scared to death. And all of a sudden, there was a chair, and I sat, and I just kind of sat down in it. Well, it's an electric chair. Oh geez. And all of a sudden, it lights up, and all this noise. I, I, they, I passed out. They had to turn the lights on, carry me out the side, put me in an ambulance, and I had to sit there. And my now wife had to come get me and take me. And then, how old were you? I was like 17. Yeah. Uh, so you're like and then, 38. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. And, but then when we first got married, we went to the last haunted house I ever went to and she was pregnant with Nathan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got so scared. I, I had, I grabbed her and pushed her in every room first. <laughs> her and Nathan, get in oh, there. Oh no. And I, I go, <laughs> Women and children first. I go, I'm never going through. I can't do, I can't, I can't do that kind of stuff. Anymore. I don't know why people don't like it. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't like nope. it either. Nope. But people love it. And I people love to just get together and watch horror movies and just scare themselves. No. I don't understand it. Yeah. And if it's a murder mystery, eh, I can watch it. Yeah. But like Sixth Sense was a little tough. That movie was scary, scary for me. But if, I it's like a, if that you one. throw the devil in there, I'm done. Yeah. But Sixth if Sense you, I liked. What's that? Is it Nefarious? Is that the name of the one where the guy is the devil? Just I came out last it. year. It's the only devil one I I, I was forced to see it because it's supposed to be a Christian movie. And it turned out very, you would love it. You okay. need to see it. Because right. the guy, he's on death row and he thinks he's the, he is the devil. Okay. And he tells this uh, 
Don't it, you're not going to give it away? No, though. but okay. he, this guy comes in and he he's a psychologist and he has to declare if he's if he's insane or not. Oh, okay. It's amazing. It's amazing because oh, you, you, you know get what? to hear. I've seen clips from that on the internet. I think they made me go see this, and I, would I check it out. And it's you should check it out. Yeah, because you learn a lot about the devil. I like the clips that I saw. They're sitting in a room, just kind of across from each other, like this interrogation yeah. room. Yeah, it's all yeah. the whole movie's almost that. Okay, it is great. I thought it was very good, and that's the only last devil movie I, I would ever see. But what's the one? Is it Primal Fear with uh, Richard that. Gere yeah. and uh, Edward Norton? Yeah, it's. I just saw it recently. It's a pretty old movie. It's really good. Is, is that when he's a priest? No, no I no, think he's that? a he's a you know play, like a insane person. Edward Norton, you've seen it? Yeah, it's oh, so long, I can't remember. Oh, he's up yeah. at the end. He was lying the other way, right? Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't remember it. Oh, it is. At the end, you go, yeah. oh, you were so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Huh. Now, I want to mention, because I think we have at least one that listens, there are witches like Wiccans who call themselves witches and practicing, but their whole motto is do no harm. So just want to throw that out there. That there are witches and their brew, according to what I read, is they might make a home remedy, herbal remedy for the flu. Yeah. So my wife just went to her. There was a pharmacist on TV, I mean, on the radio here that makes a home brew. Uh, I can even think of me, that wants to bring back your taste and smell. And uh, somebody told so me that's a that. zinc deficiency. Yeah. Well, it's, he gave her a jar, she, a jar of motor oil. So it it looks like motor oil, and it's very. And she has to take it. She's on her eighth day with it, and okay. she still can't taste her smell. But he makes he made this himself, and he's doing it. Hmm. I forgot. I have to look up the name of it, but it was so far it hadn't really worked. <laughs> but, but the best part is watching her drink it every night. Yeah. Every, you have to take it twice a day. Hmm. It, it's she can't taste it, but it kills her. <laughs> well, I hope she gets her taste. But smell it's a like home that. remedy, so I you know it's probably I I don't know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I just want to throw that. All right. That's probably a good place to. Well, this is great. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. You want to tell us where you're at this week? Yeah. Well, this week I'm off. And you know what? There's There was speculation. People, I saw someone on the Facebook group who was like, we've looked at uh, everybody's calendar. I saw that. And they're all off this week. They must be all going to appear on SNL. I can't speak for the other two people, but I'm always, I, I try to take one weekend off a month to spend with my family. I got two small children. That's, that's so smart. I'm yeah. so glad you are. Yeah, I just, you know, I like my family. I want to be around them. So I'm doing that. But um, next week, after that, I have a run of show. Well, I'll be in Chicago doing a theater show in Chicago on uh, Thursday, November 2nd, I believe. And then um, <coughs> excuse me, Saturday, November 4th, I'm in Oklahoma City at Bricktown. Uh, doing comedy two shows there so check those out they're going to be hot shows after that i'm in raleigh north carolina at the improv and then i'm in chattanooga tennessee uh doing a theater show and uh bowling green kentucky doing a theater show so check those out sky pack sky pack yeah yeah great place uh well aaron is going to be at uh, the albany funny bone november 3rd and 4th Okay. So uh, go check him out there. I will be um, at Zany's November 8th. Uh, wow. Here in Nashville one night, Zany's. 
November 10th and 11th at uh, Comedy Off Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. My first time to headline there. November 18th, I'll be at um, the Murphy Theater. No, sorry, the Studio Theater in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. So, folks in Arkansas, come see me, please. All right. This morning, I was in uh, Colin Crosby's doctor's office, <laughs> and he gave. He's trying to fix a pinched nerve in my neck, and he's the one that fixed my back. Yeah. That I talked to, great guy, great office and stuff. Good. But next week, uh, my next show <laughs> Saturday night, uh, I will not go to New York. Me and my wife, since we are invading Nathan's home, we will be staying watching Harper. Okay. And uh, keeping her up late to watch it. So I'm excited. I, I think it might make Nathan nervous. I'd be nervous to be in there with him. Yeah. And so uh, we decided not to go and just let them to go. Yeah. I mean, my parents aren't performers, but I don't really want them around on the big moments. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's oh, too much pressure. You don't want to have to see them if they are. Whenever, whenever we, we went to a lot of Nathan's shows when they yeah. were tough with the cousin who he's with. But he just said, as long as I don't see you. Yeah. You know, we, he didn't mind. And, and a lot of times he liked to think that we were there, even if we weren't. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, he never, he doesn't want us to be sitting in the front row. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't do I that. I just watched one of his old specials and they show you and Derek. Yeah, yeah, that was his, uh, that's right. The one in New York uh, yeah. for his Comedy Central special. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that was an Easter egg, they called it. I had no idea, but that's what it was. Mm. But I, my next show with Nate is actually going to be in Peoria and Chicago on the on the 5th at the Janie's Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we need right. to sell some tickets for that. It's an afternoon show. I'll be doing Nathan's show that night, but we're going to uh, – each one of the guys, the openers, we're going to do – the other two guys are going to be doing a night show uh, on the uh, 3rd and 4th, and I will be on the 5th in the afternoon because I like to sleep at night. Yeah, and then I'll be in Vegas with Nate on the tenth and eleventh with Vic. Awesome! So, but uh, we need some people to come out and see me in Zanies, uh, uh, Chicago, on the fifth, on November fifth. Go do that. And it's the whole show, so it won't be just one track. And uh, Nate will be back next week. He'll tell us all about Saturday Night Live. Like like I said, if you want, if you've got questions or comments about SNL, email us at nateland at natebargatsy and we'll read some of them next week on the show. All right. All right. I think thanks, that's it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks yeah, to our sponsors, HelloFresh and Indeed. And uh, we're having a good time. Yeah. Let's I gotta go, go, folks. Pee. This has been too long. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great idea. <laughs> Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing. For the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.